previously on SDI and the Degenerate. Whoa, that sounded deep. That's yeah, I can hear it all the way inside the Dominga. Pump Bunyan Axe uh, uh, Trophy, I'm, I'm picking up uh, Minnesota. I, I think, well, Mark Rick, you know, he's not, you know, he's a proven coach as opposed to this Manny Diaz who everyone thinks he's a god because he knows how to tweet gifts of hurricanes <laughs> and he shows up on the boat. He's this cool guy, but he hasn't even coached a game yet. Yeah, but his dad was mayor. He's yeah. been a defensive coordinator. He created the turnover chain. But everybody's buying into this hype. It happens every year, and I still think it's... I've been alive for 30 years, and it took... More than 30 years of my existence to see FIU beat Miami. What is the definition of valley parking? You're leaving a car, get, they're parking it for you, and they're bringing it back. Exactly. So what is the additional service that you didn't already pay for? Uh, picking the OSU. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, I think that's an excellent pick, Big Tom. So yeah, I'm going with LSU, SDI. You're going with uh, what do you? Who's your pick for this game? I, I think LSU is a better team. I like LSU money line. So here. we're all four of us on the safe side. Chicken tender sub, which is massively overrated. Your first pick of the Thanksgiving draft. Go. You got one pick. Yeah, I was gonna say like I think I, this is a hot take, but I think Thanksgiving food is extremely overrated. Oh, okay, get out of here. Next week. It wasn't as deep as last week. No, no, no. It's good to be back in the studio. Though. Yeah, no, yeah. That's right, man. How was the trip to Santo Domingo? It was great. I did some scouting. I, I think I found the next great Padre second baseman now that they traded away Rias. Oh, that's that's right. Yes, and you did a little gambling, too, I, I hear. I did, I did. We're, we're very friendly, by the way, the Dominican, with yeah. the gambling. Oh, yeah. There is, the, the rules are very different, and uh, the, the minimum at Blackjack was $2, 100 Dominican pesos. Oh, damn, that's awesome. Yeah. But if you played in dollars, the minimum was $5. So you exchange it to get the Magnum Pesos and you pay less. Well, we it is we are recording live. Well, we, we are recording live, but what you're going to be hearing this is obviously not going to be live, especially when you <laughs> listen uh, 30 years from now. Yeah. December 5th, 2019, just a few days. This is Thursday, just a few days after Miami lost to Duke after losing to FIU. I don't, I don't need to go on. I don't need to go on a long rant about this. I just wanted for documentation purposes, so because we're historians around here, yeah. And we're gonna be listening 30 years from now, and we're gonna be wondering what 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 in history is going around at the time we're doing the podcast. And it was Miami losing to Duke after losing FIU and so finishing six and six. You think Manny Diaz is on a boat going to a Basel event tonight? <laughs> he's going to Art Basel. <laughs> on a, on yeah, his boat? yeah, he's going. He's showing up his boat. Going, well, he better have valet parking for his boat because <laughs> you know that's what it takes. Which by which by the way, <laughs> <laughs> did you find parking at work today, Rob? Well, yeah, because yeah, so I at my work building, it's it's in the area of Art Basel, and we weren't allowed to park in a regular parking lot. So we have a couple options: we could self park on the side, or we can go free valet parking. Yeah. Now I got there early enough. There was self parking available. It was not mm-hmm. a problem for me, but it was it was still packed. It was still yeah. a mess to get out. Right. But I'm not gonna valet park to go to work. I know because there's no such thing as free valet parking. No, you had this incident back in July. Yeah, you had a tip. Yeah, like you feel obligated and guilted into giving a tip. Even, but should there be a scenario, SDI, where the self parking is full and I'm trying to get into work? And I have to use valet parking? I'm not tipping. I'm th- sorry. No, I think in this case you would have been okay because I think this, the building or, or your employer would have provided it and would have paid them. I don't think you have to tip. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. Th- I think you were good there if you didn't tip. But you got self-parking, so. Yeah, but like just, just out of principle. Just, 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 uh, yeah, like you have to work an extra like three minutes to get your $3 so that you uh, you can afford the tip. <laughs> it's, the princi- it's a principality of the tip. Like I'm not – in my own work building – 
I'm not going to use valet parking. And then, you know, yes, maybe, the, look, it's multiple days in a row. It's not just one day. Yeah, that it's tomorrow not, too, right? So let's say I valet park for free and I don't give a tip. The next week he can, like, you know, slash my tires the yeah, next day. Just tomorrow, yeah, just today and tomorrow. He, he could take out revenge. Yeah. And oh, you, you, oh, sorry, I ran over a nail. It's right. very believable. Of course, especially during art hassle where there's a bunch of uh, artwork all over and trash all over the floor. So there was a paintbrush upside down and we hit the paintbrush. Right, know? right, right, right. There was there was a canvas and it messed it messed up the car. Right. Yeah. yeah it doesn't have to be tires. It could right. be anything. It could be anything. Somebody spilled a giant blue gallon right. of blue paint on the car. Right. You know? Exactly. You see like this this canvas of nothing. Well, there's nothing on it because the rest spilled on your car. Yeah. So. And then that and then that piece of canvas with nothing is gonna sell for like a hundred grand. <laughs> like Jeffrey Loria will buy it or some Bayasa will buy it. <laughs> I hate Art Hassle, man. It's, it's terrible. Art Hassle, that's yeah. what you guys oh, call it? Art Hassle, yeah, oh, for sure. Especially for me and Briggle, man, it's a hassle. Getting around, getting everywhere. I had to go back to Briggle today around three and there was already traffic Oh. God. at three o'clock because of Art Hassle. Well, maybe, uh, maybe I just I don't understand art. Well, maybe maybe thirty years from now, Art Basel won't be a thing anymore. Maybe it'll, it'll be all digital now. The Art uh, Basel. Hopefully, <laughs> ho- hopefully they'll just move everything to the beach by that point. But, well, uh, I mean, the, the, what what like what happened? Something happened with Ultra. Like Ultra was in, in downtown. Yeah. And then they moved it to Key Biscayne. Yeah. And then people had to walk. People were left stranded. They had right. to walk back right. to uh, walk back to downtown. And yeah. Then but, they, and moved it back to the right, downtown. Right. Key Biscayne is different because there's only one way to get in. Yeah. Out. Like true. the beach, there's multiple ways. There's multiple lanes. Kibiskane was, it was obvious that Ultra was not going to work there. But no, our hassle, it's, you know, it's cool. Like, a lot of people come. There's a lot of NLWs, a lot of hosts Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, it's fun, and it'll be fun during the weekend if you go to some <laughs> events and go around. That's funny. And I, I know enough people at bars where I don't, you know, even if they're having a, a hassle event, they'll let me in, and I'm not worried about it. It's funny because back when I was in a Fiker College, uh, first Friday of every First Friday of every month was uh, an art walk. Oh, yeah. now, I don't know why I never went. I mean, I did go to the art walk, but not for reasons that you think. I think because our, our landlady was at the was like it was her her shop was in there. Okay. And like we, we would get wine. Like we would give us yeah. wine for free. It's like, hey. like right. <laughs> we'd always get called getting wah with the or, with the landlady. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah is just you know getting pounded drinks. Right. Because I think I think Winhood used to do an art walk. Win, Winhood, you knew the names. <laughs> <laughs> I think they used to do an art walk once a month. Yeah. And I thought the the first month I was here, I happened to be in Winhood hood for art walk and i thought this was art bath and i was like oh this isn't bad and then december comes around and i'm like oh this is a hassle oh uh, yeah so but in other words wah, just, just just you know drinking wine just just, just so we're clear nothing another other no heinous activity going on with the landlady right hey yeah. hey maybe yeah. she gave you 10 percent off your rent yeah, huh? yeah that's what that's what we were hoping for that's what right. we were hoping for. We, we would go and show up to one she had like a pottery shop yeah. or whatever on that on that art walk in saint augustine and we just every for our first friday of every month it was only like two years and we right. didn't do it every every well, yeah, just whenever well, you wanted, yeah. Just, yeah it, was just, it was just there as an option. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Plus, you know, there's a lot of MLWs strolling around those yeah, places. But, but is, is it, there's got to be a, a science, you know, hassle and traffic versus NLW ratio. Like, so, I mean, in Miami, there's enough NLWs without art hassle that we don't need it. Okay, like, yes. I don't need it. And, and plus, the ones that are here that aren't here, like they're gonna they're gonna be going to see some like painting of I don't know something stupid, and they're gonna want to explain to me why it's the most meaningful thing they've ever seen in their life. <laughs> and I'm just gonna stare at something, and then it's like a duck on the wall, or I don't know, like a carrot. Like I don't understand. So I rather than just leave and not come and come on a regular yeah. weekend. There's enough NLWs down here. We don't need it. We don't need more. Yeah, I, I definitely. I, 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 it's hard enough to keep up with all of them, anyway, as it is. <laughs> you don't want to overdraft. Right. Uh, right. You, there's only seven rounds, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the free agent, the free agent signings, because then you gotta, you know, you just you spend all, all week doing the draft, and now you gotta be like, all right, well, this girl, 
Do I want to give her a free agent slot? <laughs> and obviously you're gonna say yes. Yeah, give her a camp and invite. Then, and then, right, and then you're, you're hoping that like the Patriots don't call her because Belichick and now his son, who's just like him. <laughs> so now they have two Belichicks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely. A, I guess uh, valet parking for work is definitely art. It's definitely an art basil because it's something. It's something ridiculous. And <laughs> right. It should never should never be done. And uh, yeah. I haven't had that scenario. Yet. Thankfully, I haven't had that scenario. I think there's only one more day where I have to deal with it. And maybe 30 years from now, valet parking will be outlawed. Right. Maybe they'll find a right. new system where you don't have to the the consumer doesn't have to feel guilted into giving a tip. Yeah. And I I brought this up in the uh, the podcast from July 30th, 2019, episode nine. That um. Look that's at you a, prepping for the show. <laughs> that that's uh <laughs> you know, see, that, that you know sometimes valet parking when you, you when you have a big bill you like a twenty and you don't want to give it that you just want to give yeah. a couple dollars they give they give you back change in order they give you like four fives back. But, but they, they do that at a bar also. Like yeah. at a bar if you if if I'm at a bar and I have like I don't know let's say a tw- a ten dollar tap and I give a twenty they're not gonna give me a ten back. They're not gonna give me two five backs. They're gonna give me a five and a five ones. That, that's the opposite. That's the, that's actually the good thing. Oh, oh you're saying they do with you saying yeah. they give you the big bills back. Yeah, they give oh. you like four fives. Oh, I see what you're saying. And so then you then you have to then you like if you don't want to give five dollars you have to ask oh, for no. a change that's, again. Oh no, that's a bias move. If they're giving you five, then you say hey man can you break this like get out of here. Yeah, but that's a, that's a, that's an additional thing and you look I mean this guy might give you a side eye look and you, you might no, look but that's cheap. fine. But no no but he deserves a side eye look. He deserves a side eye look for being a bias like what well, I'm gonna tip you five dollars on it. No get, get out of here. Give me give me ones if you're giving. You're giving me three fives and ones. So if I want to give you a five, I still have five. Just give me the ones. Do it right. It's just a payasa move. But I, da- down here in Miami, people just they, they 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 just give they just give away. They don't care. No, it, back uh, back in the uh, back in the day, I may have brought this up on this infamous uh, July thirtieth, two thousand nineteen episode nine podcast that. Uh, I used to play dominoes. Yeah, you did bring I that did up. up. I, well, at least I remember that. So I'm pretty sure we talked about how you you played dominoes and you stopped going because it was valet only. Yeah, and and when, when I would oh, go to a cigar shop. Yeah, the cigar shop. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember. I, I don't smoke cigars. I right. just go to play dominoes. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm, I'm just inhaling lung cancer. Right. Why did I just play dominoes at Dominoes Park with Jimmy Butler? <laughs> I should. I should. Yeah. yeah. Right. I didn't know about it. I didn't, Jimmy Butler wasn't on the heat at no, the time. No, you're right. And but uh. I, I did tip when I had a single or a couple singles on yeah. me. If all I had was 20s or no cash, I wasn't leaving no. a tip. Mm. I'm, I'm not breaking a 20 nah. just to give the guy, you know, one or two bucks. Right. And that, that's the, the issue with, oh, I could have run into with this valet parking at work. I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And uh, I, thankfully, I, I, if I've given, my, given the choice available, I'm going to take the self-parking just so I don't have to deal with the office. Oh, 100%. No, you don't have to wait. And then especially, like, when you get off, when, you're, when your show's over at 10 a.m., that's like peak valet time for everybody coming in. Yeah. So you're gonna have to wait for your car, and you're gonna have to. Sh- it's not worth it if you can self park. Always do it. Yeah, and I, I'm one of the lucky ones because I have to get in our work building at around five in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, so, you'll be fine. Even though it was the, that that side parking lot was pretty packed. It was like all the all the promotional vans were out there. Right. Right. That's and maybe like the restaurants they like get there early to prep for the for the food and yeah. all that. Yeah, and the gates were locked, and our, our gates were locked, and the, it was it was weird, and uh, I didn't like it, but uh, thankfully Christ averted. I mean, I can't say the same thing that's gonna happen 30 years from now. Maybe, or, yeah, like we said, hopefully our battles just all iPad uh, and all and all technology. 30 years from now, we're we're gonna make so much money from ESPN that we're just gonna give the the Clevelander valet tips. We're not gonna care. <laughs> like like, what's up, George? Here's here's a 20. Take my car up. <laughs> so, um, speaking of you know overpriced and you know overrated, well. Last week, I brought up the Publix Chicken Tender Sub. Yeah, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later? There's now a reason why I put it in the previous lab, but it's later. It, it, invo- right. it involves one of the gentlemen that we're calling later. Oh, okay, okay. But but I do I do want to Thanksgiving was this past week. Oh, uh, yes, we, we, we can definitely you, get into You said that. Thanksgiving food was overrated. Extremely right? overrated. I, I, which I, I find a plot. That's, like, that's, that's actually 
the most not the, the most perfectly rated food ever. Just perfectly awesome, and you only have that once a year. So what's good? What's good? What's good? What, right. What's good when it comes to Thanksgiving? The turkey. Food? You got the mashed potatoes and the gravy. You got the okay. yam. I like the yam casserole, which is like yams and like pecans. Right. right. It's like butternut. It's like a butternut squash ca- a casserole yeah. with pecans and marshmallows. On right. Top. It's, it's only an our house specialty. It's not. I don't okay. think everybody does so, that. So normal Thanksgiving food, like like what's what's stuffing. Stuff. See, I don't think stuffing's good. Stuffing by itself, I could see how somebody would have a problem with it. But stuffing, it's it's all mixed. It's all science. Yeah. Like you know, you can't have hydrogen, like, two two hydrogens without the oxygen to make water. Right. Like you know. Like I don't I, I don't like sweet potatoes. Sweet, potatoes aren't meant to be sweet, so that eliminates the sweet potato casserole. But sweet potatoes, like you know, uh, I I thought it was a, I thought what I had was a sweet potato casserole. I thought that's what it was the whole time, but it wasn't. It was a butternut squash casserole. Okay. But. But I know what you're talking about. Sweet potatoes, like no, number ten yeah, on Thanksgiving like, foods. Like collard greens, like they're good, but like eh, whatever, nothing, nothing to write home about. And you have turkey. Turkey's good, but it's a little dry. It depends. It's you, all right. You, you, you like, can fry the not, turkey. You can. Like, uh, eh, it is. It's not bad. I'm not saying they're bad. You, can, you, saying can't, like, have the tur- you can't have the turkey by itself. You have, I, I mix it with, again with the mashed potatoes, the gravy, right, and the stuffing. Right. That's the whole point. And, and mashed potatoes are good, but you can eat mashed potatoes year round. You don't need to. You don't need to only eat those on Thanksgiving. And you can also have ham too with Thanksgiving right, too. Right. Right. Well, not in my house, but. Uh, you know, you know. By the way, uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that people 30 years from now will appreciate this because it's a history lesson. This is this is about. 200 years ago, so 230 years from the people listening 30 years from now. But the real Thanksgiving, the, what we know in the history books is that Thanksgiving was done by the, the British, and they had turkey, and they met with the pilgrims. Right. But no, the real Thanksgiving was the Spaniards. Right. The Spaniards were the first one to have Thanksgiving to reach out with the pilgrims, and the myth says, not the myth, but the, the way, how it's, it's written is that they had ham. Right, I think but, it was Ponce de Leon when he got to Coral yeah. Gables, right? <laughs> That's what it was. As a kid made the high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on the way to making the high school, he had Thanksgiving with the pilgrims. <laughs> but the, I think the British were in charge of the history books, so that site gets yeah. lost. Uh-huh. So the ham is really the traditional Thanksgiving feast, not you, the turkey. You have the line ready for the game? Because I'm about to make a comment that you're going to want to go to the game on. Uh, <laughs> well, and it's on Thanksgiving, the Dallas Cowboys. Hold on, because I'm not sure it's going to be in the history books 30 years from now. <laughs> so wait, try, so <laughs> Cowboys Bears? Is that what yeah, 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 Cowboys, Cowboys Bears. Bears. We yeah. got to get this pick in quickly. Uh, even though by the time you listen to this podcast, this game will have already been going on. Cowboys, Bears, uh, Thursday Night Football, Cowboys, three-point road favorites. I'm taking the Bears at home, three points. I like the Cowboys. Must-win situation. I'll take – this is this is an interesting game because you have two prob- arguably the two worst coaches in football. Mm-hmm. You have two teams that need to win. Uh, and just Dallas is just more talented. And I'll just take talent over – everything else is equal. I'm going to take talent. I'll take the Cowboys. <sighs> It probably yes. It, it probably, but, but between now and the 30 years from now, there'll be a petition to, to tell the real story of Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, we're going back to this. All right, all right. <laughs> I don't think it's uh, that bad. I don't uh, think it's. I don't think they can get us in trouble. In oh, I don't think so either. I just don't. I'm just not sure that that it's going to be taught in schools. It probably won't. Now. I mean, if, I mean, it wasn't taught. I mean, I'm like sure there'll still be Thanksgiving, but it'll be like giving thanks and all that. But it won't be about the pilgrims and the and the. Uh, well, I'm sure when Ponce de Leon had that Thanksgiving, I'm sure he told the guys 30 years from now it's going to be in the history books. Right, 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 <laughs> We're yeah. still 200 plus years into yeah, it, yeah. and he hasn't it hasn't been right. in the history books. Well, yeah. And 200 years is an approximation. It could be 400 years. It could be. It could be. But uh, oh god, now we have to now we have to do this. Well, we when, when Ponce de Leon found my <laughs> first thanks Thanksgiving, 
Uh, this might you see I'm gonna, the science here. I'm gonna yeah. Google the first Thanksgiving, and it's gonna say the event that Americans commonly call the first Thanksgiving was celebrated the pilgrims after the first harvest of the New World in 1621, and it was 90 Native Americans and 53 pilgrims. By the way, I've been saying this all wrong. I, I thought that the Spaniards were meeting with the pilgrims. Like the pilgrims were the like you know the people doing the, the reaching out. The pilgrims are the ones the British that came off the Mayflower. Yes, that's not, right. Not the, not, the, not the British, but the the guys that came off the boat. Even, I, don't even, I don't even know the history either. Maybe they didn't teach it 30 years ago when I was in school. <laughs> well, but then this one says, the second thing, funny, watch, the second Thanksgiving took place back in 1598 when Franciscan so monks. the second one was before the first yeah, one. Exactly. Right, see, see? Yeah, exactly. See what you see? I just proved it. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm not a math guy, but I think I think that doesn't make sense. <laughs> and it's, uh, there you go. The uh, companies by, oh, it, was, it wasn't Ponce de Leon, it was Juan, Juan de Oñate. Oñate. Yeah, uh, he didn't have. He doesn't have a high school. <laughs> no, 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 he didn't have a street named after Coral Gables. Claiming the lands north of the Rio Grande of Spain. All right, we're getting too deep. All right, yeah, this is not. Now we're talking about Spain and. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right. But the first, but yes, but the first Thanksgiving is proven. Was it Spanish? It's funny how Google says the second Thanksgiving was 1598. Right. Maybe the first Thanksgiving is 1621. Yeah, yeah. Science. Well, yeah. Actually, I bet you the food in 1692 was better than Thanksgiving food we eat now. <laughs> Speaking of food, I'm glad you brought your. 1621. Sorry. So. Um, I uh, debuted yesterday, um, Man vs. Bear yeah. on the on the, uh, on the Discovery uh, Channel. So I didn't see it, but I I heard some comments about it this morning. Yes, and, <laughs> and so so what they had so what what it is is like you know they go to these. I was like, oh, Man vs. Bear. I saw the picture like a bear standing up and yeah. a man on the other side. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be awesome. Right. But what it is is they these ba- there's these three bears. That they're they all that they were all captured as cubs. They were okay. all, not, not sorry, not captured, rescued right. as cubs. Okay. And they were put in a sanctuary. And it, had they been so, thrown into the wild, right. they wouldn't have been so, able to survive. So they came up through the Chicago Cub system. Yes, they, exactly. They, they yes. weren't, you know, they okay, I get it. Yeah, they came up. They, they got it. They were like four, signed as fourteen-year-olds from from the Dominican Republic. Yes, they exactly, came up through. Yes. This, they were rescued. I get it. I get and it. And now the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Right now, they're, now they're now they're Brian Urlacher. <laughs> and so what it is is they have three contestants. Do these challenges against these separate bears? Uh-huh. They, have a, they have a giant bear. His name is Bart. He's like fourteen hundred pounds. He's massive. He's the strong one. And then they have a female. Her her name was uh, oh damn it, what was her name? It was like it was like Bumpy. Uh, oh damn it, I gotta look. No, we don't have to look this up. Yeah, we'll just call her. Uh, we'll just call her Riza. Riza. <laughs> and then there's another bear called Tank. He was like a lazy. Oh, Tank Johnson. A, yeah, Tank Johnson. Oh, yeah, look at that, that. Look at that. Honey Bump. That's the lady's Honey name. Honey Bump. Honey okay. Bump. The names aren't really that important, but Honey <laughs> Bump. Not. But. They had, the, they had three contestants. One of them was, a, by the way, a hoat, I would say. One of the contestants yeah? was a strong. I mean, she was the only female of the, of the crew, of the contestants. Well, her and the cub. Well, yeah, and the cub. And yeah, the female the lady, bear, yeah. The lady, yes, that's true. Yeah. Oh, she was the only human, but she was, wow, she was a hoat. But they have, they have, the, they have a host. By the way, Brandon Tierney, he's, uh, he does that show with Tiki Barber, Tiki and Tierney. Uh-huh. He he's like the play-by-play commentator guy. Oh yeah. All and right. they have an, an analyst, like a bear, like official bear expert, like who got his degree from like Montana State. Yeah. Like, like he like basically lived in the woods. Like Rob McGill's brother. Yeah. Like yeah, Rob McGill's like what? Yeah, uh-huh. Rob McGill's brother, right. long lost brother. All right. And so um, there's so there's these challenges, and uh, the first test is the test of strength, which okay. is like they have a there's a there's a giant tug of war with the bear. Oh wow. The, the contestant goes up on a ramp, on a giant ramp, and there's a rope. Uh, and the ramp goes over a big pool of water. Right. And then on the other side of the pool of water is the bear and the rope. And uh, you have to. The the game is, the longer you hold on to the rope while playing tug of war with the bear, the more points you get. I believe you get a point every two seconds so, you're holding on. And the on. bear's holding the rope. The bear. You're tug of warring with the bear. So so that's why they have to be trained. Because if not, like a, a wild bear is not going to just tug of war with. Yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. That's why they have to be trained. 
Yeah. Uh, but but of course. But, but the but humans have an advantage because we have thumbs. Bears don't. And the humans were on a harness. They were on a uh, harness too. Okay. You're not gonna win the tug of war with the bears. Just how long can you hold on to the, the, the rope for? Right. And then eventually the bears gonna sling you off. You're gonna fall off the ramp and you're gonna fall into this pool. Right. It's not a pool. It's like a lake. Isn't there like a heat connection here holding the rope? Well, something sounds. Let go of the go. Let, don't, don't let go, let go of the, the rope. Is that Spolstra? Yeah. That, yeah. that was that was not only that was Spolstra. That was Chris Perkins. <laughs> right. That's what it was. Okay, <laughs> Chris okay, Perkins right. did that right. back when he was doing the show with Curtis when he talked about the Marlins. I mean, he was doing the standings and the Marlins were in last place. See, He's like, don't let go of the rope. That's funny because I. I thought it, I, in my head it was the Marlins, and I think it's because of Perk. Yeah. But then it's really not. It was really Spolstra. Spolstra don't let go okay. of the rope. And everybody, I mean, nobody ever let. I mean, nobody lets go of the rope. They just fall, fall right into the right. water. That's challenge number one. Congratulations to Spo, by the way, on the birth yeah, of the child. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way. I mean, thirty yeah. years from now, Spo will have two kids in the yeah. in the thirties. Yeah. One of them will be a video game coordinator, and the other one will be a head coach. Yeah. I mean, maybe he'll have more kids between now. and no, 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 no. cheerleader. I would too. No. <laughs> What was the second challenge? Yeah, the second challenge. Bear? And the 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 the, <laughs> the, the second. Yeah, I was like, first thing they did, by the way, before the, the show started, they had a disclaimer. These the, the, the whole the bears are captured. That was the first disclaimer right. they put out there. Right. And uh, so I was like, oh man, these aren't these aren't they aren't fighting wild bears. I'm still, <laughs> yeah. I'm still watching. And the um, what do you think they were gonna go to an octagon <laughs> with a wild bear? Like, what did you think was gonna happen? I thought it was gonna be like Jackie Moon <laughs> wrestling like, what, a bear. What do you think was gonna and happen? Safe words, Spamoni. And so, and anyway, the second challenge was uh, it was the eat. Oh, the second challenge again with the same the strength bear Bart, the fourteen hundred pound bear, which mm-hmm. he was by the way the bear for the tug of war. They have a giant log. It's not a jog. It's like a barrel. Like a barrel. The bear. The bear is going to pull a barrel on one side, and uh, the humans are going to push a barrel on the other side. Okay. The game is you have to push your barrel as far as possible before the bear gets pulls pushes his barrel to his finishing point. Okay. The bear pushes it so fast like it's nothing. Right. He just rolls it down like you're rolling down a tire. Right. He, like he he rolls that barrel. It's huge. It's like 700 pounds. Right. The humans have it. I think it's five times the body weight of a human. Yeah. And so, ironically enough, the Hote did the best at it. But nobody, the two dudes, one was a former MMA fighter and one was a uh, 63 year old like bodybuilder, mm-hmm. former college football player. They couldn't move. They couldn't move the barrel like an inch. They got smoked. Wait, Leroy Hart was there? Yeah, <laughs> Leroy Hart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, don't tell me 63. Well, 30 years from now, he will have at least passed the 63 th- yeah. year old right. mark. He's like, I think he'd be in his 80s. So, what, so what was the uh, what, what channel was this on? It's on Discovery Channel. All right, what'd you think of the? Will you watch next week's episode? Is there a next week? Yeah, there's a next week. All right. Because it's actually it's a season long standings. Because at, at the end, like uh, the, the the winners from each episode. The, the top three, yeah. they, they, they face like the super bear challenge. So, but is it is it this? It's different different humans, but same bears. Yeah, different humans, same bears. That's so what. you you want to be at the end of the of the season because the bear's going to be fatigued after playing 16 weeks. That's supposed oh, to get yeah, that's right. Fresh off back of, to back. Uh, yeah. Like the the people yesterday got in fresh off of hibernation. The people 10 weeks from now are going to get in like fatigue. <laughs> then he's going to have like you know a little maybe he's going to have like an ankle sprain or maybe a little hamstring issue. Yeah, you know, they, yeah, they, they could, yeah, it could be, they could have to do a Thursday night after right, a like, Thursday right. night game. You yeah, know, it might be a short week, 500 miles. I don't think the Bears get bye weeks. I don't no, think the Bears. No, that's what I'm saying. I think it's, I think if I was in the competition, I mean, not that I would even be close <laughs> to being good at it, but I would want to be, you know, the furthest, the last week possible. <laughs> and so, and, and so, yeah, the, so, yeah, but and by the way, in the first challenge, the dudes uh, were tied, but the, the, they, they, they did better than the Hote. Mm-hmm. The, the Hote did better than them in the uh, the pushing of the barrel, which honestly, I think the, the pushing of the barrel takes more strength than the um, than the, the tug of war. I think so too. Yeah. And by the way, this this lady, 
she was like, she said this on the, she said this on on the in her thing. I'm not making anything. So yeah. She said she was a, a former fatty. She uh-huh. was she had, she lost like a, so much weight just to get mm-hmm. in that great. Her both of her parents are bodybuilders, mm-hmm. and uh, and then she got into this great shape, and then she got pregnant. And then, oh, muscle stuff. And then she had to lose all that weight again. She, yeah. she, she had to retrain and get her body back in shape multiple times. Uh-huh. But she was she was a hoe. I must say, I was rooting for her the whole time. And then the, the the next challenge was the eating challenge. Then they went to this other bear tank, who's a lazy ass. They even had a chair for him. He was he was sitting up on a chair. <laughs> he's not he's like seven hundred pounds, but he's more of an eater. He doesn't, right. He's not gonna he's not gonna win the tug of war or whatever. Yeah, he's the Kobayashi of the group. Yeah, he's the Kobayashi. So they all, the the, the three of them. The three, by the way, I, I probably should have mentioned Massive Spoiler in case anybody plans on watching this. Right. I mean, 30 years from now, I'd go back in time and watch it. No, I mean, honestly, if you haven't watched Man vs. Bear at this point, I don't care if it's spoiled. <laughs> okay. So, so, the, so what, the, the, this next challenge was the food, the eating challenge, uh-huh. the, uh, the Predator challenge. And so what they did was they give the bear and each of the contestants the same plate of food. And in the plate of food, you know, a, 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 what, what bears eat, by the way? Yeah, like it salmon? Blue, blueberries. Raw salmon, a piece of ham. We're like, oh, by the way, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> right. This is better than your Thanksgiving yeah. meal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then they also had like this, not corn, but it was like this, ugh, corn. It was just like, yeah. it was so it was corn you eat in the wild. Not right, really, I mean, like wild corn. Yeah, I don't know what it was called, but I mean, it, it, it wasn't corn because it wasn't like maize or whatever. It was okay. just like, it was like, yeah. It wasn't Scott Frost corn. It yeah. was some like random yeah, corn. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what it was called. And then they also had crickets too. Okay. But the way they set it up was. Crickets aren't bad, by the way. The crickets were five. If you finish the crickets, it was five points. If you finish the blueberries, which is the easiest, it was only one point. Right, right. The ham was like three, and and the other stuff. And so they 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 had to finish their plate or the b- b- before this guy, the bear finishes. Once the bear finishes his yeah. his meal, that's it. The challenge ends. Right. And Every it, time you say the bear, I keep thinking it's Chris, Chris Felica. Yeah, yeah. I keep thinking it's Chris Felica on the other side. So I'm basically giving the whole rundown. It's just funny we brought up food, and I just, just thought that was very interesting. Oh, yeah, it sounds like maybe I'll watch next week. Maybe yeah, we're going to watch next week. And then uh, I think after that, then there's one. Then there's another challenge. God, I'm sorry to All keep right, doing let's, it. Let's do it. Now, then they get the no, lady, this is interesting. I like then they this. get the lady in there, honey bump. The, what, what ladies are, what they lack in the strength that the male bears is that they're fast. They can go up to like 35 miles an hour. Yeah, they're like the Usain Bolt of the Yeah, day. yeah, so okay. Usain Bolt. Right, right. <laughs> right. But uh, the, they had an obstacle course. Set up where you had to. First of all, they had to give the contestant like a 50-yard head start for safety purposes, which makes you wonder. Which makes you wonder, like, what happens if somebody like trips on the obstacle course and the bear catches up to them? Like, do they have a rifle ready to I'm go? I'm sure they do. Or like, a, or a tranquilizer? Yeah, probably, they probably have a tranquilizer right then. McGill is probably right there, <laughs> just waiting to make sure that everything's yeah, okay. Yeah, so th- this this one's like another one where you have to like jump over some ladders, jump over some rocks, mm-hmm. du- duck under some logs, and then climb up a tree like a bear would do. Right. And the higher you climb up the tree, the more points you get. Well, why does uh, all we keep doing is things that the bear do? Why doesn't the bear have to do anything the humans do? Well, it's man versus bear. Right. But all these contests favor the bear. You're right. You're the right. Bear. The humans are competing against the humans. The bear is just to control it. Right. Yeah. Like, there should be something that the bears... The bears should get points. Yeah. No, no, no. My point being that all these contests are things that the bears are good at, but none of this is something that a human's good at. Obviously, the bear's going to dominate all of this. Yeah, they said the bear drive the car. They, uh, drive a car, bear. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's see if you can do what Dale Earnhardt Jr. does, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, he just turns left, but hey, you know, it's not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> they should get three bear contestants. We already have three bears. Right, use them right, as contestants. Right, yeah. Go against the human. Yeah, this is man versus man against who's worse against the bear. That's <laughs> exactly what it is. All right, so what happened in this obstacle course? And then, you know, no, I mean, the obstacle course, I think that they have 37 seconds because that's what they determined how much time it would take for the bear to complete the obstacle course. Okay. And so, obviously, you know, 
the, the lady was so that was behind going into it. She did good in that one, but she couldn't make up the ground. This is the last challenge before the way before they eliminate one person. Okay, so they eliminated her. Yeah, so she ended up getting eliminated. But they had, but I'm wondering because they, they have a 50 yard head start, but like. It's tape, but like, what if something goes wrong? And by the way, in the other ones, you, you don't see it, but there's like, in the eating challenge, for example, there's like a very thin white rope between mm-hmm. the bear and the, and the people. Like, what if the bear gets out of line? But these are trained bears. Yeah, they're trained. They're, they're, they'll probably have somebody there. I don't know. They're, they're, they're probably not on camera, but there's got, got to be somebody with a rifle. Oh, 100%. They, or they, a they, tranquilizer or something. Yeah. But yeah, like, all, I mean, they, they Although, could... although, like I said, the same thing I said about Shark Week. If you're in Man vs. Bear and the bear eats you, that's, uh, that's your fault. <laughs> that's your fault. That's your fault. Uh, poor bear is going to get tranquilized because he's being a bear? No, no, you're being a buffoon by hanging out with a bear. Can't fault a bear for being a bear. And I'm not one of those, like, animal PETA guys, but you can't fault the bear for being a bear. Like, you know, you can't fault Khalil Mack for getting a sack. Like, you can't fault the bear for being a bear. Wait, uh, but it makes me wonder because if these bears are so trained... Uh, these bears are so trained as cubs. Like, do they like? I, I wonder if they would have, because there's they show pictures because these bears are like adopted when they were right, cubs, right. and you could see pictures of the owners when these guys are full grown bears. They're like laying down with the bear, taking pictures. Yeah, but you hear stories about it all the time, like where they I I adopted this animal, this wild animal, and I raised them, and then ten years later, now my face is gone. <laughs> like it happens. So, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it does. So. But like, but yeah, the they, the day, they, they gave in in this race they gave the, the contestants a 50 yard head start, okay. which they all made it to the tree, climbing up the tree before the bear got there. And because what they did is they, they blew a whistle, 50 yard yeah. head, and the bear is chasing after the contestant. Right. They have to complete the obstacle course and then climb up the tree. Yeah, but the tree, the bear is going to do that in, in four seconds. The human's going to take uh, what a minute. Yeah, but and, and he has a 50, a 50 yard head start. Yeah. And I think the bear at some point gives up and stops. Like he, he usually, I don't know how they did it, but the bear once the human got up the tree, like the bear like stopped running. For whatever reason it was. Yeah, they probably have like a signal. But all it takes is somebody. Tony to... LaRusso gave him the. <laughs> no, no. Or, or the Astros. Ross, David Ross. Or the Astros with the sign stealing. They hit no, the garbage yeah, right, can right, a couple right, times. Right, 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 right. And the bear stopped. Yeah. But yeah, it makes you wonder. All the guys have to do is just trip on on a log, and the bear can catch up. Right. No, this didn't happen to any of the contestants, but like, hey, bro, what if the bear catches up? Like, uh, hey, hey, if you're swimming with sharks and shark eats you, that's on you. If you're if you're in the woods with the bear and the bear is gonna bear, then you, the bear's gonna bear. And I, I know we're basically summarizing the whole thing, but then the last challenge after they eliminated the hoda, I was very depressed about. It. <laughs> I was very depressed. Did, I, I, did, you, did you keep watching? I did. I did. I mean, it was the last challenge. Yeah, that bone you were committed. So what, yeah, I was. And so they put the other two guys. Well, they all they put them in this giant. Ball cage. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a giant. It's like an octagon, but it's in a giant ball that can, that can move around. And the key is, uh, the, uh, there's a giant ditch, and the, the, they go back to the big bear, Bart, the, the big bruiser uh-huh. bear. And the the bear is gonna push, is going to push the the the, the, the ball the ball cage. That's mm-hmm. so wrong. Yeah. It's gonna push it, and you have to fight. Like for every five seconds you survive without. Crashing into the ditch, you get a point. Okay. And that was the, that was the last challenge. And like you know, you have to. You have, you, he's gonna push you down. You're gonna start rolling down a dirt hole, and then you're gonna crash. And there's like a bumper at the end. It's gonna crash. Right. You have to. I don't know how. Like you have to fight off the the spinning wheel, and you're like basically a hamster going against the wheel, mm-hmm. and you know not you know not crash. And that's how. The, and then you, every five seconds you get every yeah. five seconds you do not get crashed into the ditch. You get you get a point. This, this sounds this sounds like a top five best worst show ever. <laughs> that's a terrible show, but I, I can't wait to watch yeah, it next exactly. week. Is he, is that's he. what I'm It's like one of those shows that ah, this sounds terrible, but I'm gonna watch it next week. So, anyways, the uh, the old the old end up spoiler the old guy, the 63-year-old one, yeah. and he was a fir- he's first on the standings because that's the only show right, they've right, done right. so far. Yeah. But then like they do like another ten, I don't know how many more hep- episodes are left in Man vs. Bear, but every winner is gonna be on the on the big standings, 
and then the, the top three of all the best of all the ten man versus bear episodes, the top three are going to do the the super bear yeah, showdown, which I wonder I wonder what they're going to do there. Yeah, who knows? That would be interesting. Are they, I wonder if they're. The, I'm assuming they're the same competitions every week. Yeah, it's the same competitions. I so mean, like next week it's going to be rope. It's going to be the rope. And it's going to be and the eating and the the, the, the obstacle course okay. and the uh, the all pushing right. of the log. And the I, thought, I felt like I explained this very well. I don't know if it was interesting, but I felt this like it was very good. This is good. We might have to find some like uh, somebody that like a man versus bear podcast network so we can put this on there. This was good. <laughs> Maybe we could do that. We can on the network. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> that's a little secret. We probably shouldn't be saying that. Uh, yeah, but anyways, yeah, yeah. I like the Bears plus three. The more long story short, I like the Bears plus three. <laughs> <laughs> I still like the Cowboys. <laughs> and we'll get into a um, little college football action. This conference championship. Weekend, yes, sir. This big Friday night game. You know, um, interesting side note. This Friday night game. I'll, t- I'll tell you the side note after I tell you the game. Oregon, Utah, Pac-12 championship. Utah is a six and a half point favorite. They're playing the game in Levi Stadium in San Francisco. Okay. I don't know who's gonna have more fans there. Utah needs the game more. They have a chance at a playoff. Mm-hmm. Oregon, you know, I guess it's it's closer to Oregon, but Utah's more desperate. Yeah. No, I, I like. Uh, it's a lot of points, and Oregon can easily win this game. Six and a half points. I'll t- I know Utah needs it, but. You give me the better. As far as for the fans, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that's how the football team is going to play. I'm oh, oh, the fans. Oh, I think there'll be more. I think there'll be more Utah fans. Yeah, because because they need it more, and it's just their one chance of getting in the playoff. Yeah, plus I don't think Phil Knight's going to provide that many tickets for Oregon this this, <laughs> this time since they're out of the hunt. It's a fr- uh, so yeah, Utah minus six and a half. By the way, Utah, the Hollandale three. They have the quarterback Tyler Huntley. They got the running back Zach Moss, and I forget the third player, but all three of them went to Hallandale High. Here, down local, here? Down here. And uh, they all wanted to go to the U. Yeah, and, and they weren't good enough. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'll, I'll they, take, they, they weren't good enough to lose to FIU. I think Herbert in big games is a little bit shaky. I'll take Utah later. Yeah. No, it's a lot of points, and I'll take I'll take the better quarterback with that many points. I'll so, take I'll take Oregon. So check out the scenario. Cause so the, the Kirk Herbstreet, he's on the main announcing team. Mm-hmm. He usually calls it the, the wherever the Saturday night primetime is. And so right. Sometimes they'll have college game day at a, at a game he's not calling, and he'll be at college game day, and then he'll, and then fly. he'll fly to the game. He's the only employee at ESPN that has access to a private jet because of that. And I'm sure, like, I think Maria Taylor, I'm sure the Bears goes well, with Well, no, they, they, they hop along, but the private jet is for her. Of course, yeah. They, he just gives him a ride. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm already, yeah, the jet's yeah, already here. You got, there's room for two of you. Yeah, you want to come in? I think I've sold this story on the pod, but Trent Dilfer wanted access to the private to a private plane at ESPN, and ESPN said, no, 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 Herbie's the only one that gets a private Herbie. plane. <laughs> Get out of here, I Trent mean, Dilfer. You think, you think with today's technology and how we can have, you know, FaceTime or, you know, you can mm-hmm. have, we, we just did a podcast on a remote. I did. You I, think, I was in another country. Yeah. Like, you, you see PTI all the time where Michael Wilbon's not in well, the studio. He's in his place in Arizona. I have a giant TV I'll, I'll give you monitor. a better one. Cantor. Andre, oh, that's Andre's Cantor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, that's, that's, <laughs> there you go. Like, I knew where you were going. That's, that's, yeah, they can call it from wherever, yes. So, I, I believe with all this technology, they couldn't put Herb Street in a studio uh, they couldn't put Her- Kirk Herbstreit in a studio of the game he's calling and have a giant monitor of uh, fa- basically hologram him into college game day. They have to, he has to physically be present. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, no, I, whatever. It's they have enough money they can, but, but they can send the private jet. But, but the what's ca- the scenario here? The scenario is he's actually calling the Friday night game. He's calling the Pac-12 game. Right. Uh, which is in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and the college game day is in Atlanta. So he's gonna be take taking- the red eye. Take the red eye, but but once he get off the red eye with the time change, game day is going to be starting like two hours. Yeah. He has to get ready for game day, and as soon as he gets off the plane, I'm sure that private jet's got a nice bed that he can sleep in <laughs> while he's flying from San Francisco to Atlanta. And, and it's weird because he's actually not calling a game on Saturday night. He's actually he's I believe it's for the first time he's going to be doing college game day, and he's already called he's already called the game. So he's, he's going to be able to pick all the games this he week. He can pick all the games on Saturday. Wow. Yeah. And you want you want to have a game to call does, on Saturday? Does ABC not have a Saturday night game? 
They have they have the ACC championship game. Oh, he's too big. He's too big for that. Yeah, it's just such a big spread. They had they had another announcement. No, no, no. no. They'll put Dan Orlovsky there. <laughs> put no, no disrespect. I I like Dan Orlovsky, but they're not gonna put. Yeah, they're not gonna put Herbie. Because they don't have the SEC title game and they don't have the Big Ten. Plus, title imagine game. flying from San Francisco to Atlanta and then to, Char- and then to, to Charlotte. Charlotte. I mean, Atlanta, Charlotte's it's not far, but but after doing and, that and, red eye from and from pri- private jet fuel is not cheap. Private pilots aren't cheap. Yeah, and then have although they have so much money from Disney Plus now, they can afford it. I mean, just think about math. It's an eight o'clock kickoff. The game's gonna end at eleven thirty. Right. I mean, the pirate just not gonna be outside the stadium. He has no, to no, no. Let's say eleven thirty. Let's say he's wheels up by one thirty. Well, uh, yeah, one thirty, one thirty Eastern time. Right, right one thirty Eastern time. San Francisco to Atlanta. Let's make call five it a hours. five and a half hour flight. Five, if it's five and a half hours, it's seven o'clock. So seven, he's gonna land at seven a.m. Yeah. Game days in two hours. Right, and, he, and I'm sure he has to do a live hit like at eight thirty. No, somewhere. no, he's gonna he's gonna sleep on the flight, and then he's gonna land in Atlanta and get all the makeup and all that stuff done, and put on his you know suit and go to game day. And he'll be talking about. And the, you know what, Herbie, if you can't do it, if you're really tired, I'll I'm, I'm closer to Atlanta. I'll, I'll fill in for you. <laughs> we could have Herbie. So he's still on the plane. Like, what if something goes wrong with his plane? Yeah. Like, what, what well, if like you know there's a delay, there's bad yeah, weather, like, like maintenance issue, or maintenance something. issue. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, that's fine. SDI, SDI will fly over. I'll, I'll, I'll drive. I'll drive up through at, to Atlanta if I need to. It, they, should have, they should have a camera crew on his plane in case they, right. they can't make it in time. Right, yeah. Well, Kirby, you're li- you're live from the plane. <laughs> like, I mean, I know we're speaking a lot about bears here, but you think the bears are gonna picking games? Wait, we'll wait till RTD and SDI are there, <laughs> filling in on game day. Well, we'll, we're gonna show them how it's done right now. I'll, with be, my... I'll be the I'll be the guy who sits and pretends that Corso's. Funny, like Herb Street. Oh, Cur- and Herb be, Corso is funny. And, and you'll be, and you'll be, and you'll be the one next to the bear showing him how to pick in. <laughs> so I, I just take big, bear, I take the bear's board, throw it. This right. is the board. Magnificent yeah. seven, boom. Yeah. Three games is for losers. Yeah. Seven games. How right. you doing? Yeah. Man versus bear. Get out of here. Like this is how max seven versus bear. <laughs> Three games. Anybody can pick three games. Yeah. Which, by the way, SDI, we are almost done with the full slate of college football. We have like a half slate of college yeah. football. Well, I, I'm almost relieved that this college football season is coming over. We don't have to pick as many games. We can get right. back to doing our normal show. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm, we need some practice. I, I forgot how to do that. I'm going to I'm gonna have to re-listen to episodes one through like seven <laughs> to remember how it was done back then. But but here's – but uh, this, you know what this reminds me of? Like we, we, we yes, we have the control. We could have stopped picking games we, we, if yeah. we wanted to. But I think once we started, we couldn't stop. Well, but it, too many people rely on our picks. Yeah, well, of course. Uh-huh. It, it reminds me of remember the SMU. Uh-huh. Th- literally, like 30 years ago. If you're yeah. listening 30 years from now, it's about 60 years ago. Uh, the point when that whole scandal, the Pony Express, yep. and, you know how they were paying all the players, uh-huh. and then they got the death penalty. Yeah, they were the only ones. But. But the, in the 30 for 30, the Pony Excess, I believe that's what it's called, mm-hmm. they wanted to stop paying the players before this all went bad. Right. And the administration's like, okay, we could stop, but we have a payroll to meet. They already promised payment to all these other players they currently had. So they had to keep, they had to finish out. Right. Even though they wanted to stop paying the players, they had to finish out with the yeah, process of. Don't pay the new ones, but pay the ones that are currently yeah, on the roster. Yeah, that's what that's what we're doing right now. We're, we're, we, we, we could stop picking next. Maybe we could have a conversation uh, in a future podcast about what we're going to do next year for picking football games. But for now, we have a payroll to me. we got to pick the, all the games. Yeah, yeah. Well, next year, next year. We'll worry about that. We'll worry about that and, next and August. We'll, and we'll start with the MAC championship game Miami of Ohio against Central Michigan. They're playing this game in Ford Field in Detroit. Again, uh, Central Michigan... They're six playing this game at Ford Field? Yeah. They think they're going to get that many people no. to fill up Ford Field? Or no, no That's way. Just, no, they just, they just, just always do that? They always do that. Okay. Yeah, it's it's going to be pretty empty. But yeah. Yeah, I guess Central Michigan's not that far. And Miami of Ohio, probably a little bit more of a hike. But Central Michigan, closer to home as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, like McElwain's been doing well with this team. I like to see moves. 
I don't know. I think I think McElveen watches Man vs. Berries. He gets he gets he, st- he gets rem- reminiscent about his shark days. Right, I was gonna say if it's Man vs. Shark, it'd be a different story. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Miami of Ohio. I'll take the six and a half points. The championship game of the Sun Belt, UL Lafayette, or now they're now they're just called Louisiana. They are taking on Appalachian State. I believe it's the game is at Appalachian State. Yeah. Appalachian State's a six point favorite at home. A lot of money coming in on Lafayette. Yeah, I like Lafayette here. I like Lafayette money line. That's plus 195. Yeah, a lot of people like a little money on it. Yeah, it's, uh, App State's not good. Yeah, I believe last time they played it was a 17-7 Slobberknocker. App State at home, second time around. I think, yeah, you know what? Uh, something, I'm going to take Appalachian State just to be different, but I, I, I feel like you're right. Big 12 championship game. This game's to be played at Jerry World. Another rematch. Baylor against Oklahoma. Oklahoma, nine-point favorite at home. Yeah, so... I mean, not at home, but they're in Jerry World in Dallas. Right, which is... I mean, I guess Waco's probably closer... I, I know but, when Oklahoma plays Texas in the in the Cotton Bowl, it's like, yeah. oh, it's like almost exactly the same distance. Right, but Austin's a lot further south than, than Waco. Than is. Waco, Waco's. I think Waco's probably like. But Oklahoma's uh, probably has much bigger fan base. Oh now. yeah, no, and and, and, and Waco's got I, fans so, too. We can look it up, but my guess would be that Waco to Dallas. All right, well, we're looking it up. This is my guess. I mean, we looked, it wouldn't be the worst thing we looked at. We had, it was the first no. Thanksgiving in the 1500s. Wa- Waco to Jerry's World. I, my guess is it's about an hour. Waco to AT&T Stadium. Let's see. My guess is it's about an hour and change. All right. Uh, an hour and 34 minutes. An hour and 34 minutes. minutes. And, All right. Uh, and Norman. Norman. My guess is it's like two and a half. Norman, Oklahoma to AT&T Stadium. It is 2.53 hours. All right. So, so I was close. So three hours and an hour and a half. So Baylor is closer. But Oklahoma travels better. Uh, I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's gonna be a question of Baylor having more fans. I think Oklahoma wins the game. I think Baylor covers. Yeah, I'll take Baylor plus the nine points. I mean, they have to revenge for last time. They blew a big, giant lead yeah. at home. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to want to extract some vengeance. And Oklahoma's been shaky against the spread the past yeah. few weeks. All right, the championship game of the Conference USA, UAB at FAU. The game is it at FAU in it's Boca. In Boca? All right. The lane train laying eight points against UAB. I'm going to keep riding the train. Yeah, I'm riding the train. I mean. That's a home field advantage. Uh, all the all the uh, Cougars are from Blue Martini are going to be out at the game. <laughs> I think Lane's going to want to show him that he's still the man. Cincinnati at Memphis. Big game. It's the second week in a row, by the way. Yeah. Cincinnati's been at Memphis. This mm-hmm. is for the AC championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis, nine-point favorites at home against Cincinnati. Yeah. I, th- I mean, Memphis looked a lot better than, than, than Cincinnati did last week. And I, I just think Memphis is just a better team. And, you know, Cotton Bowl on the line, I like Memphis. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little bit of cheating here. I'm going to look up what the score was last week. Uh, Memphis won by, like, by a significant amount. So week 14, yeah. uh, this is the same game last week at the same venue. Right. Uh, Memphis won by 10 points. Right. But, yeah, but look at the – look at – before the look at the first half, like, the, fir- the first half. Oh, I mean, the first quarter. Memphis sorry, so Memphis not made the first quarter. That's what it was. And Memphis was up by two touchdowns okay. in the first quarter, and I believe Cincinnati's getting their quarterback back. I don't think they had their starting quarterback for this first because yeah, this this fellow Ben Bryant started at quarterback for Cincinnati, and I believe this Ritter. That's game, probably why Memphis was so was favored by so much last week. And it's basically favored the same amount of games, and uh, apparently this Desmond Ritter guy is coming back. Okay. Uh, and so I remember this happened last year. For the conference, I think it was the Sun Belt Championship game. I believe it was Middle Tennessee against UAB. It was Conference USA. Uh-huh. Middle Tennessee beat UAB pretty soundly the last game of the regular season. They played again the following right. week at Middle Tennessee, and Middle Tennessee was only like a two-point favorite. Like, what is this, bro? What is this? Mm-hmm. Take Middle Tennessee, of course, bro. You got the stock stills. 
I don't know. People, people 30 years from now might not know who the Stockstills was. Stockstill, he might still be coaching in Middle Tennessee, but Brett Stockstill was the coach, and he had his dad, his son was a quarterback. Okay. Obviously, he's not going to be the quarterback 30 years from right, now. Maybe right. he's. Maybe he still has eligibility. Yeah, yeah maybe his, his great grandkids or his grand, grandkids are doing that. But then, but then put it this way in the rematch, UAB won. No, it's, also, it's hard to be the team. Two weeks in a row like that, but I think Cincinnati uh, take the nine points. I think Memphis is one of those teams this year that they're just good. They're just really good, and uh, I like. I think Memphis is going to be in the combo. We're almost done with the college football games. Yeah, there's, not, games there's left. not many. It's amazing. We spent more time talking about Bears. No, than it's, the games. It's, it's funny because we, we, when we're doing the P, the production meeting, you're like, oh, it's going to be under an hour. We were 40 minutes. We didn't even start picking games because we were talking about man versus bear yeah, and so much. It just felt so good to be back in a natural yeah, environment. Yeah. We just we could yeah, cut you loose. know what? Maybe we don't. Need, maybe we don't. Need, maybe I don't need to go back and listen to the, <laughs> the episodes. Maybe. All right. Hawaii at Boise State. It is at the Blue Turf at Boise yes. State. Uh, the Mountain West Championship game. Boise State, 14-point favorites at home. I mean, it'd be a really cool story if Hawaii won the Mountain West. I just don't see it happening. I like Boise By State. By the way, Hawaii's played 13 games already. Boise State's only played 12, so I think Hawaii... Cause yeah, because Hawaii plays Week 0. They play Week 0, but so did the Canes, but they had the, but they had all the five weeks. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, I, they there, there, I don't think Hawaii had three, but... There is a rule. There is a college football rule that if you schedule a game at Hawaii... You get a, you, you can use a you can get an extra game because it's hard to schedule. Hawaii has a disadvantage scheduling people because of the travel. Right. Even though you're going to Hawaii, you're not going you're not spending like a week in Hawaii. You're yeah. there for a day. Right. And then you know the, the travel over there. So if you travel play a game at Hawaii, you're allowed to play a 13th regular season game. But since Hawaii is playing all their games, their home games there, I guess they could submerge to their own rule. I and then that's how they can play up 13 games. All right. And so they're playing their 14th game. That's a long trip from Hawaii to Boise. Yeah. I mean, it's a long trip for Hawaii to anywhere. Right. Unless they're playing, you know, even unless they're playing, you know, Maui, Univers- uh, right. Maui University. Right. So, the Silver Swords. They're playing in the Maui Invitational. But, <laughs> which, by the way, I can't believe I've never seen Ma- Hawaii in the Maui Invitational. Like, I feel like it would be a convenient uh, team to invite. I don't think they have a basketball team. Hawaii, yeah, they do. They Hawaii, do? Okay, yeah. so I was going to say, I don't, they're in the Mount West. In fact, Hawaii has their own tournament in Christmas, another and their own basketball tournament where they they actually play at the University of Hawaii, not at the Silver Spring. Okay, because I was gonna say because they're in the Mountain West, and I don't I don't remember San Diego State ever going to Hawaii oh, I'll tell for you basketball, why. so they might not be Mountain Hawaii, West for basketball. They're not. I think they might be big. They're Big West in basketball. Okay, that, they, so that would make sense as to why. Yeah, they, when they left because the big, whack because Big Twelve doesn't have football. Yeah, they they left okay. the whack. That makes uh, sense. And then and then they 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 agreed to a football only Mountain West. Right. Then, okay. You know, so that makes sense. The Big West in basketball. But anyways. It's four o'clock Eastern time, which Boise. I don't know if they're in Pacific. They're, they're probably not. mountain. So it's it's, it's two o'clock mountain time. I would guess. Either way, it's going to be like seven a.m. Hawaii time. Yeah, it's it's like eleven a.m. I mean, I know they don't turn the clocks back, so we're we're not that far ahead as we used to be of Hawaii. Yeah, it's still like four or five hours. Yeah, five hours. So it's pretty early early game Hawaiian time. Uh, I'll take Boise late the fourteen. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a long uh, story to get to Boise minus fourteen. Yeah. I've been doing that a lot. All right, and now. The big game, a big game on Saturday. Well, because it's, you're doing this now a lot because it's big games. You're not, you don't have to worry about UTSA, USA, oh, yeah. UNLV next week. <laughs> so you, you can actually analyze the games properly. All right, and so we have, we are gonna call. We have two people to call. Uh Big Uh-oh. Tone, his lock streak finally ended. Uh, he had an eight-game streak, and you heard in the previously, he did have Minnesota over Wisconsin, and they got crushed. Mm-hmm. But it was still, I mean, it was still a great streak. Once it is an eight-game winning streak he had until last week, we're gonna give Big Tone a chance to rebound, and we're also gonna do another. We're gonna have another roundtable because yeah. it's LSU and Georgia for the SEC championship game. And mm-hmm. before we get into the details of this game, let's give both of these gentlemen a call.
LSU Phil. Hey, 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 we got one. We got one member of this of this round table. Where was Tone? <laughs> well, while we wait for Tone, uh, we, we we're gonna get to our, our round table for this this game coming up. But uh, we, we, let's get into it now. Uh, uh, SDI. Oh, there. Wait, there he is. Big Tone. Welcome to the round table. Thank you, thank you guys. Thank you guys. And, and so now that we're here at the round the round table, um, so big game this Saturday afternoon, four o'clock at the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. It is the SEC championship game. Uh, tone. It is LSU against Georgia. Uh, as of right now, let's we pull up the spread. LSU is back to a seven-point favorite. They were at, as high as seven and a half. It's back down to seven now. LSU minus seven. Neutral field. Maybe more Georgia fans. I'm sure a ton of LSU fans will be there against Georgia. Uh, Tone, you this has this is your lock of the week. What? Why? What? What you got? Yeah, I'm I'm taking LSU minus seven. I'm taking I'm taking I'm taking a pick uh, LSU. I'm taking LSU in this game. I know it's going to be a, a – I think Georgia's going to be, be right there with them in the first half because they are they do have a, a pretty solid defense still. I know they're not the better than last year, but they still have a good solid defense. I think they, they'll be right there with them in the first half. But I think LSU eventually will win. And then here's the thing about the story about the, the game. You got two – that is just uh, – you got you got the Joe potential Heisman uh, finalist and maybe a potential uh, top pick in the, in the NFL, NFL draft. But you also have Rome, who's a consider – Will go be in, in the April draft. Make considered a second, one of the top second tier quarterbacks coming out of the, the April into the uh, the uh, April draft. Uh, April draft. Uh, so, yeah. So it's it's, it's gonna be interesting. I, I'm taking LSU minus seven. I think it's gonna be a great a great game. It's gonna be a very tight game. Uh, what's the one? I ain't saw the water, Robbie. I mean, I, I'll, I tell you, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's it's 55, and you have to, and you don't have to worry about the weather because it's in the dome. Uh, uh, LSU and especially it might be a defensive game. I might go under in that game because wow. I think we be, be, be very, very, very defensive game for both LSU and and because Georgia still is a very good defensive team, Bobby. You know that's yeah, thing. yeah. All right, LSU Phil, you're the LSU expert. Uh, we 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 brought you on several times. I don't think you've been wrong about your LSU pick. You've actually gone against LSU, or not not gone against them, but you've cautioned us about taking LSU, and you were right to be cautious in that game against Ole Miss. And so, uh, yeah, what's your thoughts on this game? So, um, you know. Jake Fromm, the last four games, quarterback for Georgia, the last four games, has yet to reach 50% completion percentage. And we're talking about games against Georgia Tech, Texas A&M, Auburn, and Missouri. Um, Texas A&M uh, has a, not, doesn't have a very good defense. They just gave up 50 to LSU. Mm-hmm. Georgia Tech doesn't have a good defense. Missouri doesn't have a good defense. So I think out of all those four teams, Auburn's got a better defense than LSU on paper. And so – how how is Jake Fromm in Georgia going to keep pace with LSU scoring with Lawrence Cager, their number one receiver out for the game, Pickens, their number two receiver out for the first half for fighting against Georgia Tech, and their number one running back uh, not a hundred percent because he's got an injured shoulder. So I don't even though Georgia may have the best defense in the country, I think they're going up against possibly the best offense in the country. Um Better. Burrow showed up every week. He's uh, over 70% completion in every game of the season. And um, I, and I think the LSU defense still, you know, has a chip on the shoulder. Uh, even though they, you know, won last week 50-7, to I think they still have a chip on the shoulder because, um, you know, they're the reason that they got dropped from number one to number two by the playoff committee. So I think Tony's right. I think LSU does cover the seven points. I also think he's right on the under because I think the final score is LSU 34 Georgia 13. Ooh. That's 47 points, so that's under the total. 
All right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go against that sound analysis from the both of you. And, yeah, it, the fact it's in a dome. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I think LSU Yeah, LSU should probably cover the seven easily. They haven't, haven't, I mean, seven's been done like nothing for them. And uh, what do you guys do? Yeah, no, LSU's a better team. LSU's going to win uh, easily. I don't know. I think, I think Phil's right. I think it's going to be 34-13 sounds right. And uh, and uh, we, we, the last time we did this, last time the four horsemen did this roundtable, <laughs> we were all on the same side, and we were all concerned that we went, we might put the kiss of death on LSU, but it ended up not happening, and LSU ended up taking care of business against Alabama. Absolutely. So maybe we're uh, maybe we'll do it again. Um, Hopefully. And uh, um, yeah. before we let the both of you go, first off, we're all, I'm Tony. I, I, I gotta start eight games. I know your streak just ended, but eight games in a row. I gotta give it up. Oh, well yeah, done, Ted. Well done. Eight yeah, I know. I'm, I th- thank you. I, I still got. I, I still got a lot of haters uh, talking smack about me losing the last yesterday. But if I, hey, I'm not like. All right, listen. My, if if you actually got my picks throughout the you actually have made a profit. I'm eight out yeah. eight, 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 nine. It's not bad. Yeah, I'm not like the guy from that that clown from ESPN from college game that that don't know how to pick games. <laughs> yeah, you know, you tell him, yeah, man. I, I, I see. I, I, I'm calling you a promo. All right, I, this is about super. I'm not that clown from ESPN that don't know how to pick games. And and and, and, and I'm talking about Lee Curl, so he's he's been he's been bozo the clown in the sky for for <laughs> of, of of the century. You know, you know. <laughs> but I know I hey I I, I but hey. I I, I, took, I took my gut into Minnesota. I could have go went away with that game. I took a hard game. And hey, 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 eight out of nine is not bad, you know. Uh, you, you got another Absolutely. BSU. Yeah, eight, eight out of nine. That, that gets you some popcorn. All those all those people that made fun of you can't even get four out of nine. So don't worry about <laughs> it. That's right. I know. Uh, I've got a. I've got. Speaking of Piazzos, I have some nominees this week. You guys. All right. Yeah. Right, go ahead. It. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So, if you were to look at the last this week's version of the AP poll and the coaches poll. LSU has a total combined both polls of 83 first place votes. Ohio State only has 36 combined first place votes. So I have 13 nominees for the Payaso of the yeah. Week, and it's wow. the 13 members of the playoff committee. Asos Trece Payasos. Those <laughs> well done, 13 well clowns are going to keep LSU from being the number one seed yep. because they somehow Thank think you. that Ohio State's the better team. Yeah, those 13, those the, the, the college committee has been weird since they started this. I don't know who they are. I don't know why they get to be on. But and I think Clay Travis was the one who pointed this out, that they should have to show who they voted for so we can know who the payasos are to get them off the committee. That's Absolutely. Not- I mean, um, to, for, to, for Wisconsin to be ranked ahead of Alabama when Wisconsin has two losses, to Ohio State by 31 and to a 6-6 six and six, uh Illinois team, while Alabama has a three-point loss on the road against Auburn without their quarterback, and a five-point loss at home to LSU with uh, their quarterback too being injured. Uh, how is Wisconsin ahead of Alabama? That by itself, not only they're ahead of them, they're like number eight versus number twelve. How that's possible? I mean, all you need to do is look at that to prove that these uh, clowns. Uh, don't yeah, know what per- to do. perfect music in the background yeah. for the clowns. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, 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 pretty, that's pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, but, but, go ahead. Phil, I got, I got a question for you. What are your, okay. what are your, what are your thoughts on the uh, public chicken tender sub? Okay, so uh, the public chicken tender sub is the most overrated sandwich. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad sandwich, but if you were to just take the public's chicken tenders and eat them by themselves, that's better than the sub. So how can the public's chicken tender sub, like, I'm tired of hearing about all these people 
they claim that it's the greatest thing ever, and when it's on sale every other Tuesday or whatever, there's like a big long line of Publix to get the Publix chicken tender sub. It's not even that it's great a of a sale. Sub. It's a decent, it's a decent sub, but I mean, I mean, yes, it's better than anything that ever comes out of Subway. But no. uh, anything from uh, Jimmy John's is better than the public chicken no, tender sub. It, it so. is so overrated. And uh, back, back, I remember back in the day when the footlong specials, the, the, you could get the, the the ultimate sub at Publix for four ninety nine, and that that ch- the public chicken tender sub at special was five ninety nine. Now that public chicken tender sub is like six ninety nine on special. Like get out of here. And it's not it's not that good. It's not better than some of the other subs that they have there that are cheaper when they're on special. The most overrated sandwich in the country. Absolutely, could not agree with you more, Robbie. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather get I'd rather get popcorn tricked by Big Tone. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> which uh, which by the way, thank you to the to both of you for joining our, our roundtable and uh, LSU Phil. And by the way, uh, since we have the since you guys have you on, we're we're all enemies. Uh, the three, at least three of us are enemies uh, this I week. I know, I'm on vacation this yeah, week. Yeah, you're on vacation. You're on a bye week from our fantasy football league as me and Big Tone are playing you, LSU Phil, for in the playoffs for fantasy football league. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've got to avenge the loss that I had against you guys earlier this season. Oh, that's so right. you strap it on this week. Phil, Phil, the, 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 I said, the, the, Reaper, the Reaper's coming, right? The Reaper's <laughs> coming on Sunday for you, buddy. All right? You're right. It's coming Bobby, for you, buddy. Bobby, play the Bobby. Play the Undertaker music for me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, gentlemen. <laughs> no, that's good you know, to We're just not going to get better than that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, my God. Uh, that was <laughs> play the Undertaker music. <laughs> that's, uh, so that's awesome. That's awesome. But, yeah, it is, it is a revenge game for LSU Phil. Which, yeah. by the way, we've got to get into this wacky scenario on how, uh, on how me and Big Tone made the playoffs. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. And so we needed, uh, we needed to win our matchup. Mm-hmm. We were... We were tied for the, the final playoff spot, but we were bad on points. Yeah. We were bad, we were bad on points, and we needed uh, LSU Phil or this other guy, uh, Longhorn. That's his yeah. team name. Yeah, that's his team name. <laughs> that's his, that's he's, his a, team. he's a Texas alum. And he, he loves, loves the Longhorn, so he right. loves, loves the Longhorn. Mm-hmm. And he, Longhorn probably has one of the best teams in the, in the league. And he had the most points. Yeah, but he just had bad luck with scheduling. So mm-hmm. we needed one of those two to lose and us to win. And so going into the 4 o'clock games, we're, we're, we're doing a pretty good job of winning our matchup. Yeah. And but the, but I'm looking at the score because you're playing Longhorn yeah. and LSU Phil's playing somebody else and like LSU you guys are you guys are both losing at the time. It's right. Like, oh God, this isn't gonna we're not gonna make the playoffs. LSU Phil's just pounding this other guy mm-hmm. and it got to the point where he he won his matchup pretty easily. And then you all of a sudden started picking up ground in the four o'clock games. Like oh, yeah. and then you had you had Tom Brady that Sunday night. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like Tom Brady's having this worst game. Like I, not only am I rooting for Tom Brady that game, I'm a, I hate Tom Brady, but I'm rooting for him because. A, it helps it helps my fantasy team, even though I'm not playing him or, or playing him. It's from scoreboard watching. And B, that the Patriots are playing the Texans, and the Dolphins have the Texans' first-round right, pick. So right, I want right. the Texans to lose. And the Patriots, they're not undefeated. They've already lost a game. So them losing a game in November means nothing. Or, or not losing a game late in the regular season means nothing. Well, They'll mean, still be in the Super Bowl anyway. Well, it could yeah. mean it could mean home field advantage. I know last year they had that Miami miracle and it cost them home field against Kansas City. They still ended up beating Kansas right, City, right. and they and they went to the Super Bowl. So they're going to make the Super Bowl, uh, wh- whether they win or lose that game against mm-hmm. Houston. So that's small potatoes for the Patriots. So I, it's, I'm gonna, I'm ready for them. And sure enough, the first three quarters, Brady's playing horrible. Horrible. I thought I was going to lose. I'm like, oh my god, he has like five fantasy points, and and this Longhorn guy stills a couple players off the Monday night. It's yeah, like, he had Lockett and, and I think deep, the kicker and a kicker. So I was like, God. And, and there's no way it's going to hold up. And then, sure enough, I did. 
the, thankfully, the Patriots are behind a pretty good amount. Yeah, they had to. So in the fourth quarter, it was just garbage time. You're just getting chunk yards and yeah. chunk yards and chunk yards. Uh-huh. And then he snuck in a couple touchdowns in there. Yeah. And he it ballooned to like 30 points. Yeah, and you know the funny part is uh, Tony messaged Phil and me saying, it's okay, Tom Brady's going to be awesome in the fourth quarter. I'm like, Tony, I don't think you're going to make the playoffs, man. I don't think I'm going to win. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, Tom Brady had an awesome fourth quarter, and you guys made the playoffs. If we were more, if we, like, I wonder how you, you would do ethical-wise. But let's say, let's say you really w- didn't want me and Big Tone in the playoffs. Yeah. Let's say, you like, you, you wanted not to be in the playoffs. Could you, you had the option prior to Sunday night game of benching Tom Brady. So I could have, but then I also had the chance to lose the bye. I could have dropped down to the three seed. But is there a scenario where if you have the number one, if you have the number one seed clinched up, would you consider doing something like that, like benching, like, you know, purposely losing? Benching? I mean, it's it's not the way that I play. Yeah. But I'm sure, I'm sure people have done it, yeah. And so that... that uh, in fact, in in, I, in the other league I'm in with uh, LSU Phil, L- LSU Phil and I have the two best teams in the league. And we're... Worst, and I know everybody loves hearing about other people's fantasy football, so I'm going to make this yeah. even nice and long. Uh, we're in the we're the two best teams, but because of the the way the seating worked out, we're in the same bracket. And uh, Phil was considering losing to be out of my bracket, but since he had a chance at the bye, he couldn't do it. So I mean, but I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened in amongst other leagues. All right. Well, let's uh, let's finish these. Uh, let's finish these. We only got two games left of college football. This is, this is awesome. ACC championship game, Virginia, Clemson, the game's at Charlotte. Uh, Clemson is now a 28.5-point favorite. Do you want a little insider information on this game? I love it. I love it. This was originally going to be Tony's lock pick of the week. Really? He was going to take Virginia originally, and then this way he told me yesterday. And then yesterday I told him, it's okay, you don't need to tell us now because we're actually recording on Thursday. Uh-huh. So And then today when I, when, uh, I spoke to him, he said he was going to change it to the LSU. Uh, Georgia game. So this was the, he was originally going to take Virginia as his original lock pick, but because he changed it, I'm going to go against him on that lock pick because he wasn't feeling it. So I'm going to take Clemson. I don't know. So th- I think your first eight picks is always your best. I'm going to go. It's a hell of a lot of points. I'm going to go Virginia. It's a lot of points. And Clemson's always pounding, but Virginia is Virginia is not terrible. No, they're not terrible. And I, but I, it's in what is what's this game? Charlotte. It's in Charlotte. Yeah, so it's in Carolina. No, I mean, it's pretty much yeah, it's pretty much right in, in the middle of between the, the Char- I mean, North Carolina. It's in between Virginia and South Carolina. Right. Right. And I, I'll take Virginia. Um, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Big Ten championship game, the final game of the night. Uh, Ohio State's a 16 and a half point favorite, and they're playing this game in Indianapolis, I believe, which is pretty neutral from Wisconsin and, and Ohio State. Yeah, I think that sounds it's, it's a fair sight. I don't know. I, every ounce of me wants to take Wisconsin money line. Like I really want to do it, but I, I don't think I can. I'm gonna take Ohio State. Yeah, Ohao State pounded them already. They're just in the too first good. Matchup. They're too good. And the man. last time I think they played the Big Ten championship game before, it was 59 to nothing. And all those payasses that told me that the BCS doesn't work, get out of here. I don't need to see all these playoffs. I don't need to see all these crap. Give me, give me Ohio State against LSU. Let's just do it. Let's get it done. It'll, it'll these happen. are the two best teams in the it, country. It, it'll still no, happen. but the ball bounces the wrong way when Ohio State's playing Utah, and Utah ends up upsetting, and then we don't get to see it. Yeah, just give me LSU-Ohio State. It's the only matchup that matters. I mean, uh, I mean, Clemson, I know they haven't played any. Clemson, Clemson is legit. I mean, Clemson, they're, they're champions. They can easily pull it off and upset. If you imagine, if we were on the old BCS system, uh, not, half of these games wouldn't matter. You'd have, it basically, you have three teams fighting for two spots because you have Clemson, LSU, and uh, and Ohio State right, right now. And it's not even, Clemson wouldn't even be in the conversation. Yeah, they would, they would they, because they haven't played anybody yet. Right. So, but Clemson might might beat the, either one of those teams. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just want the BCS because I don't want, I don't want to risk Clemson 
winning. I don't want to risk Utah winning or Oklahoma. Life whoever's finds in a it. way. Things just happen a way. Like, I want to see. I want to see LSU against Oklahoma against uh, Ohio State. And with that, we know we have made it to halftime. You're gonna love this transition, by the way. All right. My answer number number one of the week is our good friend Dabo Sweeney. Oh, look at that. Yeah, look at that. He's complaining that his team is held to a higher standard. Get the hell out of here. You're held to a higher standard. SMU, Memphis. Memphis is a much better team than than what they're than they get credit for because they're in a group of five. You're held to a, a higher standard because you're in in a power five. Like what is that? He just he's, he go, we have to win. Yeah. We have to win to make the playoffs. Well, welcome to the life of every school in the country that isn't the five schools that can make it with one loss. I would be surprised if Alabama still finds a win. <laughs> right, right. Like he's oh, we we have to we're held to a higher standard. You know, get out of here with your higher standard. And by the way, LSU Phil submitted his bias of the week for the thirteen the thirteen yeah. biases of the committee. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's another one. Uh, and then the, I only have two this week. And the second one is, uh, oh, yeah, our, our old friend ESPN app. The ESPN app, again. So I go on the ESPN app. I don't remember the day. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going through the headlines. And it says, Cards Shaw suspended for gambling. I'm thinking, oh, my God, this, the coach of Stanford was gambling? <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? That was, that was who the hell is this Shaw kid on the Cardinals? I don't know who this Shaw kid on the Cardinals is who was gambling. So my initial reaction was, I, I can't believe the coach at Stanford was gambling. And then I clicked on it, and then it said Cardinals cornerback who hasn't played in the NFL ever in his life was betting on football. Which, by the way, that's another Biasa nominee is that guy because he had a par in, in one <laughs> of the, he had a parlay and one of the games in a parlay was not only a game that he was playing in he 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 was playing for the I think he was against the Cardinals no he 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 wasn't playing in the game he wasn't playing in the game no because he th- I think it was he bet a, I don't remember if, it was definitely the Cardinals game and it was a second half line yeah it was a second half line which it second half lines don't come out until halftime right. of the game right so literally he literally placed that parlay from the locker room at halftime no see I, I think he's been I think he's been on IR I think he's been away from the team all year I don't think he's been on the team that's why I don't think it was I mean I know you're not allowed I know you can't do it I get it but I don't I don't think he's a guy who's been in the facility all 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 year because I think either he's on IR or or, or something's going on there. I think it was IR, because if he was on the practice squad, he would still be there. And not to mention, this is the same guy back when he was at USC. You remember this? When um, I'm no, I'm no, I had never heard of this guy until I found out that he was not the head coach of Stanford. This this guy, when he was at UFC, um, he apparently claimed that he jumped. Like, he hurt both of his ankles, uh-huh. and he apparently he claimed that he had to jump from a second-floor balcony into into a pool to save, like, his to save like his niece or something. Like the Robert Comdici story? <laughs> like similar. Yeah, like, similar. I, I, I'm probably on the same thing there, buddy. Like yeah, no, no, it's not right. This is Josh Shaw. This is the right, guy. right. No, I know. Like he he claimed that he hurt his he hurt his ankles or whatever jumping from a second floor balcony to save this child. Actually, now that you brought it up, I do remember this. But story. It, but it was a lie. Like it turned yeah. out to be a lie. Like do do we know how he hurt him? Now, I don't know. We know how he hurt him, but it ended up like, it was not you know. He probably was, jumped off the balcony for the same reasons as Robert Kim DJ did. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing. No, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not accusing. I'm just speculating. But yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a noble act. It was right, know. right, right. But yeah, I, the Dabo, that just comments by Davos Sweeney. It just pushed me off. Like, right, what else? What else? That's it. I thought it was just two. Oh, I got one. All Wait, right. This is a pretty obvious one. This is a nationally renowned payaso. I think everyone's oh, talked about. All this. right. But uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, it's football on Thanksgiving. Okay. I thought some... Thanksgiving was gonna be the payaso. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't disagree with that on the food. Thanksgiving. Come on. But there was a. Uh, 
There was a college game on Thanksgiving, the Egg Bowl. There was? Talk about Ole Miss against Mississippi State. Oh, look at that. I don't, I, oh, the, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. so the Ole, Miss, the Ole Miss was down by seven. They score a touchdown. This, this is hilarious if listening to this 30 years from now. But yeah. this is still going to sting with, the, with, with Ole Miss 30 years from now. Uh, the Ole Miss player catches the touchdown with like four seconds left. They need an extra point to tie. And this old Miss player does acts like he's a dog, and he lifts his leg up like if he's taking a pee. Yeah, because what the Mississippi State's the Bulldogs. Yeah, they're the Bulldogs. And DK Metcalf, when he was on Ole Miss, did the same thing a couple years ago. It's like a tribute to DK Metcalf. Oh, okay. And uh, and then they they, they they called they called um, a penalty right on Ole Miss, and they because you know there's four seconds left, you're not gonna take the penalty on the kickoff. Mm-hmm. You're gonna take the penalty on the extra point. Right. So they backed up the extra point, 15 yards. And sure enough, your favorite. Hashtag never kick. Yeah, and missed the extra point. Of course. And they got for two. Well, they might have gone for two if they wasn't for the penalty. Right, right. And then the penalty happened. It was just like, oh, you got to kick the and extra they, point. The, the coach got fired the day after. The, the coach got fired the day after. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, this could have been a bias nominee, but the coach was actually in a meeting. He was actually doing a, doing an in-home visit with the recruit. Right, I and heard he got, that. And he got fired. I heard that. I heard he got fired while he was recruiting and that the players are mad at how it was handled. <laughs> yeah, they actually boycotted. Like, they all like walked out of the room or whatever. It was yeah. like, sort of massive protest. Correct. They were, like, the way it was handled or anything. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I really hope Davos when he wins this week because I, I feel bad that he's held to a higher standard by being in a Power 5 conference. And now we get <laughs> to our NFL pick. All, all right. right. We're right. we're almost done here. We already did the thir- we already did the Thursday night game. Yeah, but- I wonder what Big Tone's gonna do. We only have like a couple more weeks at the Big Tone. We got the we have one college football yeah. game next week, and then we got bowl season. Maybe we just give and maybe Big Tone's gonna be busy during the holidays, so maybe he just gives us this lock for the bowl season, and then that's it. Then we don't- then there's no more Big Tone until what? until horse season. Yeah, I mean he's got. You can't give ba- basketball college basketball lines are hard to do because right. they don't do- give out the lines until like the day of the game sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no, he's gonna take a break. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna go in hibernation like the bear. Right, right? exactly. He's gonna be a man versus bear. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he'll have some something to do. He'll he'll figure it out. He, he'll entertain it's himself. It's winter. Winter hibernation. Yeah. yeah. All right. Baltimore Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. Ravens six point road favorites. I like the Bills money line here. Plus two twenty five. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Road tough road game for Lamar Jackson. You know what? I'm with you on that. I'll take the Bills yeah. plus the six, but I like them on the money line too. Redskins at the Packers. The Packers, 12 and a half point favorites at home. Redskins feeling good about maybe they're feeling themselves winning two yeah, in a row. It's a lot of cheese. It's <laughs> a lot of cheese. Uh, but I still like Green Bay. Yeah. You know what? I'll take, I'll take Washington. Money line. Uh, plus whoa, whoa, whoa. You yeah. need that pick. You really want Chase Young. Yeah. Washington money line. I know Dwayne Haskins could be. Feeling himself. Is he gonna remember it? Think about it. He took a selfie this time. He took a he, yeah. He took a selfie the first game, and then they got the Panthers fired. He did. Whoever is a great coach, whoever yeah. hires him next is gonna be very lucky. Denver Broncos at the Houston Texans. Oh, sorry. Speaking of the Panthers, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, I have an inside scoop on who the next coach is gonna be. Who? Mike McCarthy. Whoa. So I have a couple sources that have two sources have already told me that. Did you also have Joe Madden to the Padres? I said keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye, okay, I okay. Keep an eye out for that. But these two sources, and they, they, they both gave me the same reason. And but, didn't you also say that uh, Adam Vinatieri was going to retire? He, he just did today. I mean, allegedly he's going on IR because of his whatever. Is he really going on? I know he was, I know he was doubtful for this week. Right. He said he doesn't know what's happening for the rest of the year. And they signed McLaughlin. He's done. He should have retired when I said he was going to retire. I, I, they gestowski him. They gave him a fake injury. They didn't right. want to cut him. They, I mean, yeah. He's too much of a legend to cut exactly. him. Exactly. So they're just going to let him hang out with his Santa beard. <laughs> they and, made uh, up a knee. I knew they made up a knee injury. I didn't know they put him on IR. No, they haven't put him on IR yet. But he said that uh, the future, his the future of the season was in doubt. He didn't know about the fu- the rest of the season. 
So he may, he may have kicked his last field goal. He yeah. may have missed his last field goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so the, the two sources told me the same reason. Well, anyways, he's going to be – Mike McCarthy, even though I think he's a terrible coach, he's going to be a hot name. The new owner of the Carolina Panthers is from the Pittsburgh area, and Mike McCarthy's from the Pittsburgh area. Wow, what a connection. So there's some connections going on there. I, I, I just keep an eye out for it. I mean, you have two sources. Yeah. I also said Josh Rosen was going to get traded to the Patriots. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah, too. And Jalen Ramsey was going to the Raiders. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one, too. <laughs> uh, but I did say Raptors in four. Six. Yeah, that, Raptors yeah, that was six. It. You also said Astros in six. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, thought they were, I thought they were still cheating at that point. Oh, yeah, fair, 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 fair enough. Denver Broncos at the Houston Texans. Texans, nine-and-a-half-point favorites at home. You know what I'm going to take Denver? I like Drew Locke, man. And Carlin Sutton's playing well, and they... Had a great game last week. I'll oh, take, yeah. I see what you're I'll take Denver here. They did. They embarrassed them. I'll take Denver. By the way, how funny that uh, you have a rookie quarterback making his first start with nine seconds to go. You're like, eh, we know who we're playing. We're just going to throw it deep. They'll do something <laughs> stupid. Drew Lock throws it deep to Sutton. Of course, the Seahawks do something stupid. Pass interference. McManus, game-winning field goal. Bye-bye. But they kicked, though. They, they didn't do hashtag never kick. Well, right? at that point, there was, the, you know, it's okay. I'll allow it that time. I'll, I'll allow it there. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> they would have missed that field goal. He would have been so pissed. They would have oh, missed that field goal. You should have gone for it again. He would have got another PI. He would have been down to the one, and then he could have <laughs> just ran in with Lindsay. <laughs> hashtag never kick. Hashtag never kick. Never fails. San Francisco 49ers at the New Orleans Saints. Probably the big, big game of the weekend. This is, yeah, this has got to be the Aikman Buck game. Saints are two-point favorites at home. Whew. I don't think Aikman Buck do two games anymore unless they're doing the 425 game. It's a 1 o'clock game. I think they're too big time. Does it see, did they CBS this one? No, it's on Fox. It's but on just Fox? Aikman, just, Aikman and Buck just don't call Sunday games unless it's the 425 really? game. Yeah. Because America... they do the Thursday night games now. Oh. They only do They only do, They only only do. do the. They only do both if it's, if it's the doubleheader. Well, they should do. Well, um, Joe Buck should do the Aikman. Can, I don't care about Aikman, but I like Joe Buck. Uh, this is a tough game. This is a good game. It's in New Orleans. It's in New Orleans. It's at one. And San Francisco, by the way, they were in Baltimore last week. And so they're doing the Ohio thing? No, they're actually practicing in the, an IMG Academy in, in Florida, in Bradenton. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So, so is there like a York connection there? I, I mean, IMG, it's you know, Jim. I know Jim Harbaugh had a fantasy camp there when he was at Michigan. Like I know, I guess, I guess you know, Jim Harbaugh used to coach the 49ers, yeah, you know, maybe. All right, well, that, 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 yeah, that changes it a little bit. I, I like the Niners. I like the Niners a lot. I think the Niners are really good. I think New Orleans is really good too. I don't think the Saints. It's gonna be close, but I mean, I think it's and gonna be decided by a field goal at the end. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to figure out because it's. Oof, I'll take I'll uh, I'll take the 49ers. Getting two points, by the way. Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. Wow, a lot of money has come in on the Bengals because the Browns are seven-point favorites. But I saw at one point they were nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, this is a reaction from last week. I like Cleveland here. Now, I mean, I liked Cincinnati before, but now I don't like them as much. That's what I'm saying. It's a reaction. People are reacting to Andy Dalton having a good game and the Browns being against. Like, who do you have? Against the Steelers? No, against your boy. Your wonder boy, Adam Gase. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, so I was, I, I did, I didn't say this to you, but I did, I, I did say it to a couple of other friends of mine, that this was the first time I've ever seen Adam Gase get outcoached. Whoa! <laughs> now? This was, no, no, no. This was the first time he. It was, it was because of him. Like all the other losses were because the players weren't in the right position. They weren't. <laughs> they were hurt. They were all. This is the first time we're actually watching a game, and I was like, all right, all right. This, this, uh, this Bengal kid might be, might be a good whisperer too. It, uh, <laughs> Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Because it's the first time I've ever seen Adam Gase. When I at the end of the game, I was like, "Wow, okay." One time, in this, I mean, he's gonna have he's allowed to have one bad game, but I was like, "All right, this is maybe what people are talking it's about." That's when how they it see starts. Him. He's starting to slowly come around. Leave. No, no, I mean, it was just a bad game. It happens. He'll bounce back this week. Yeah, I'll take I'll take uh, I'll take Cleveland now. The line the line. Yeah, it's a reaction. 
Carolina Panthers, fresh off a of fiery their coach. They're at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons, three-point favorites at home. I don't like the Falcons. I know they have those crazy onside kicks. Young Young Wake, who is the best, yeah. the best onside kicker in NFL history? <laughs> uh, I'll take Carolina in the three points. No, Carolina, I mean, they, I don't even know who their coach is. Norv Turner is no longer the offensive coordinator. Now Scott Turner is the offensive coordinator. Norv is just a, like a weird assistant to yeah. the head coach. Uh, I've seen when the Turners are in charge. It's not very good. I'll take Atlanta. Yeah, uh, Detroit Lions at the Minnesota Vikings. I assume David Blau, the, the thanks man. We, we, we could have been talking about David Blau for the next 30 years, the people 30 years from yeah. now. When you say the name David Blau, oh, the Thanksgiving wonder. That could have been such a story, making his first start on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was a good story. He was lighting it up to start the game and then... Oh, by the way, that was another Piasso's. Like, he had a good half. He had a good half. Mm-hmm. He had a good half. He had a good half. But after the game, everybody, including Troy Aikman, oh, what a game by this Blau kid. He has a future in the end. Like, I mean, I don't know if he does or he doesn't, but nobody does. He had one good half. He had one bad half. Like, let's let's give the kid a little bit, a couple more starts before we crown him the next Matt Flynn. Yeah, and he, had he won the game, it'd be like... He'd be oh, legendary. had he won the game, he would have definitely been the next Matt Flynn. But let's wait a little bit yeah. before we crown him the next Matt but Flynn. anyways, I assume Blau's starting again for Detroit. Yes, they're, I think that's right. They're at the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are 13-point favorites at home. I like, it's a lot of points, but it's, it's a lot of schools, but I'll take Minnesota. You know what? I think Chicago, they were kind of blind. It was a short week. Uh, it was kind of blindsided by David Blau. Right. Now everybody, the the exactly. Minnesota's had yeah. a long time to prepare, but 13 yeah. points is quite a lot, but I'll still lay them, lay them with Minnesota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets, oh, round right. two. Revenge game. The Jets are five-and-a-half-point favorites at home. They're actually, before before last week, before they lost to the Bengals, an mm-hmm. early line had the Jets as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, right. and then you had the Dolphins, of course, beating the Eagles, yeah. which you call the worst winning franchise history, which we'll, uh, we'll debate wor- after we make our the worst The worst winning franchise history. Eh, not any, I don't think, not anymore. Now, now given the, the, the surroundings about Tua, Tua's not sure if he's going to come out to the draft. Like, it's not that bad of a win. It's, also, Tua's coming out for the draft. If he doesn't, he's a payasa. Uh, he he made it sound like you know he. If I'm a top 15 pick, it's gonna be hard to to stay. Yeah, but even before that, when he did his interview with Kirk Herbstreit, he's like, well, what if what if I'm not ready to play? Like, what if he, what if the NFL? No, no. If the, if the doctors tell him you're not gonna be able to play, then yeah, you go back. But the I, way, don't, I mean, the, uh, the way he made it answer the question, it made, I think his his injury is worse than what they're letting on. Yeah, but the, which is why you have to go get drafted. Yeah, but they'll find that they'll find that out. Maybe. Well, I mean, we'll find out. But anyways, but but uh. Yeah, there's not really like what's their the Bengals are gonna get the first pick. All right, so they're gonna take Burrow. Let's say they get the first pick, they take Burrow. The Chase Red- Young, the best player of the draft. I it, I mean, they were down. The Dolphins are down 14 at home, and there was a lot of Eagles fans there, and they they came back and won the game against a good team. No, like, it was just it was just a bad. It was just I, the only reason why it was the worst win in franchise history it wasn't. Because I, I get that it was it was a nice win, but combine combine that with the Bengals loss. But the Redskins won. With the sorry, with the Redskins win and the Bengals win. But the but the Giants lost. The Giants lost. So basically, like let's let's throw Joe Burrow and, and Cincinnati out of the question. You're basically competing with New York and Washington for Chase Young, for the best player in the draft. Especially because they have two of their first round picks, so they can take a quarterback later. And I think Chase Young is is a difference maker. Yeah, I, he's I, very good. I love Chase Young. I, he's a he's a huge difference maker. I think if Miami ends up getting like an offensive tackle or like a cornerback or even reaching for a quarterback with the third or the fourth pick, and they don't get Chase Young, I think it's going to be a major catastrophe. Well, look, they're still in line to get Tua if Tua's because look, the Bengals are going to take Burrow. No, they can get Tua. They can get Tua like down the road. I'm not I'm not saying they have to get Tua with the fir- with their first pick. They can get to it with the Houston pick or with the Pittsburgh pick. I don't know if he, if he falls that far, if he thinks he's gonna fall that far. Well, they can use that to trade it to like twelve or thirteen. But they can figure that let's out. Let's say two is perfectly healthy. 
he's he'll be the fourth pick. He'll be the the Reds, oh, yeah. the Redskins and the the Redskins. Uh, Haskins has won two games in a right. row. It's his first year. I don't think they're not going to give up on Haskins. No, and I'm, the Giants no. they're not going to give up on Daniel no, no, Jones. No, 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 yeah. The two right. will still fall right to them. Right. No, hundred percent. If two is if two is healthy, even the Dolphins fall to like five or six, two is going to fall right to them. Unless, it's not that bad of a win. Yeah. Right. I'm just I'm just I'm just assuming that two is not going to be the a top five pick, and I think Chase Young is just. A there's we're playing this way. There's been worse wins than, that the Dolphins have. I'd say the the Colts win against. I mean that wasn't really their fault. That was Brian Hoyer's fault. You know, playing for the Colts. Right. Right. That was more about him. That 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 was probably. No, but a this worse was win. just a combination of the Redskins and the Bengals both winning. And then the, I mean, you go back to 2011, which was eight years ago in our time, but 38 years ago for the people listening 30 years from now, when they were 0-7 in prime position to get Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. and then they rattled off six wins. Yeah. And they they fell to eighth. They ended up with Ryan Tannehill, and the Colts ended up with Andrew Luck. Right. Now, the, it worked itself out because Andrew Luck ended up retiring. Right. Super and early. Ryan Tannehill was winning it. Well, when he came to Tennessee, life finds a way. Right. So even if you go back in time and mess with the space-time continuum. Yeah. No, I mean, it doesn't guarantee anything. We don't know, but it's, it's, it's the biggest crap shooting America is the NFL draft. Nobody knows anything, but anyways, Jets five and a half point favorites at home. The Dolphins beat the Jets the first time. It's a house money game for the Dolphins because if they win, they sweep Adam Gase. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a super embarrassing yeah. for Adam Gase to lose to his former team twice when the former team is quote unquote taking. If they lose, they already got their first win of the season against Adam Gase and the Jets. They'll just be split even on mm-hmm. the season, and maybe the loss might be better for them draft position wise. Right. So the Dolphins, they win either way. Question is whether they cover the five and a half points. Right. No, no disrespect to Brian Flores. I think Brian Flores is a good coach, but no, but no way Adam Gase has two bad coaching games in a row. I like the Jets here. Don't tell that to Omar Kelly. <laughs> right. right, right. Adam, Omar Kelly's up by us. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't like that all this money's coming in the Dolphins. I think, I mean, it, this could be like it is a reaction. It's but, a reaction game. But I'm not picking the Jets. There's I mean, no way I'm picking Adam the, Gase. I'm taking the Dolphins. All right. Money line. Why not? Plus two hundred. I did it yeah. last time. I, I did it last time. I'll do it again. Yeah. That was a little sad, sad that was, That's what I was going to say last time. And, and he got Masvidal on the call this weekend. <laughs> yeah, Masvidal's calling Tito Ortiz and Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. <laughs> An MMA fight. You know what? I'm sorry to do this, but by us of the week, Tobin and Leroy this morning for Whoa. having Tito Ortiz on when he's fighting Alberto Del Rio like we care. Well, I, I think they the, somebody reached out to them. To of course. No, so, Tobin said that. Somebody reached out to him and said, do you want him on? And Tobin said, yeah, sure, I'll take him. But I think it was more to ask him about. I think they wanted out just to, just so they can ask him if if Leroy would kick eighty nine year old Chuck Norris. Also, ass. was Tito Ortiz not paying attention because he kept talking about like if it was in a movie? Yeah. Like is it in a movie? Is it in a movie? <laughs> yeah. Go go back Follow and follow the script. Yeah. Go, go radio.com rewind tonight when you listen to the podcast. Go listen to the interview on on Tobin and Leroy this morning with Robbie on the show. And you'll hear what we're talking about. Well, the about. Radio.com Rewind doesn't last 30 All years. All right, so the podcast. The podcast. <laughs> yeah. Go on the so podcast. So 30 years from now. Go back to yeah. 2000, to this day, December 5th, 2019. Listen to the interview that uh, Brennan Tobin and Leroy Horde yeah. had with one Tito Ortiz, who will be in his 70s right. by your time. But, but I'm getting ready to go to work, and I hear uh, I hear Tobin going, Coming up next is Tito Ortiz. Why is Tito Ortiz coming on the show? Something like, perfect. We'll go downstairs, get in the, like, by the time I finish getting ready, I'll get down to my car, and the interview will be over. No, 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 no. The interview was still going, and I have no idea why we were talking to him when nobody's going to watch this fight. Nobody is going to watch this fight. The Tito Ortiz-Chuck Lordell fight that they had recently, yeah. like, the, like the MMA fight, the Oscar De La Hoya, it was like so embarrassingly bad of buys. Also, if this fight was free, I wouldn't watch it. I'm, I'm watching, I, I would watch it for free because Masvidal's on the call. Okay, I just well, see him but Masvidal can't be on the call if it's free. Yeah, you're you're right. You're he right. He can't. He gets too. That's too many cursing. <laughs> but if this fight was free, I don't think I would watch it. No, I mean, now, now with all the football going on, I'm gonna pay. And you got Andy Ruiz and uh, I mean, you got Anthony that's Joshua. A, that's a day game. Oh, that's right. It's Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that's that's, right. a, that's a, not a day game, but a day match. Yeah, for us. Yeah. 
Right. Uh, but yeah, like there's no way I'm watching this fight. Like some wrestler that I don't even know who he is. I got some guy who's 45 years old, 43. How old is he? Yeah, uh, they're both in their 40s. I would right, say. but I'm saying Tito Ortiz is what? He's in his early mid 40s. Yeah. Like, get out of here. All right, sorry. Yeah, no. And as a fair, by the way, we need to find. I need. You just reminded me. I gotta find find a place to watch that Andy Ruiz Anthony Joshua fight. Yeah. And so it's gonna be in the middle of during the college football games. Mm, on old, fa- old faithful. Old faithful. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Uh, we'll keep that place to ourselves. Actually, if you listen to the podcast episode two, that that name comes right. up. You know. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna take the Dolphins, Indianapolis Colts at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks are three point favorites at home. Ooh, that's that line stick. That's fishy. James James Winston. I mean, it seems like everyone's back for the Colts. That's a good defense that they're going to make. James is going to throw the ball over too much. I like Indianapolis. I know they got a new kicker with Indianapolis. I mean, I mean, <laughs> one who can actually get the ball five yards in the air. <laughs> yeah. I'll take. Uh, he played for the Seawards early in the year. And then the 49ers, yeah. yeah. I'll take. Uh, and he, yeah, didn't he, didn't he miss the kick for the 49ers on uh, uh, overtime? Yeah, but that wasn't his fault. That was Kyle Shanahan's fault. Could never kick, right? For kicking. I'll take I'll take the Colts plus three, but I feel like I'm walking into a trap. Yeah, that was weird. That's, that's just, I'm interested in that game. The Bucks turn it over like crazy. I have no fantasy implications this weekend, so I'm actually going to enjoy the games and just watch football. Oh, bye week, you know. In both my leagues. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, my third league, I didn't make the playoffs, so my other two leagues have a bye. But I feel like it's different that you have the game that you're you're, you're preparing for next week's fantasy matchup as opposed to being being out of the playoffs and you have nothing to root for, but you're out of the playoffs. Right. You're At least in this situation, you're still you're in the playoffs, but you're not playing. You can sit back and relax. Oh no, yeah, right. Like That's my, the both worlds. Like the player, my players are in Cabo. They're sending me these text messages that they landed safely. Some of them are in Vegas. Some of them, are, I, I, I told them. Take the week off, guys. Enjoy. Remember the last time the Cowboys went to Cabo for there that Jason Witten. And yeah, and, Beckham, the and Odell Beckham with a shirtless and a oh, boat man, in Miami. Yeah. I don't care. Great teams win no matter what. <laughs> All right, speaking of which, the L.A. Chargers, a.k.a. the Seawards, they're on the road in Jacksonville taking <laughs> on the Jaguars. Now, it is a 4.05 kickoff. Of course, so still, of still, course. It's not your 10 a.m. kickoff uh, for the West Coast. At least we get Minshew Magic back. Minshew Magic is back, but the Seawards, three-point favorites at Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, this is ugly. Like, you know what I'm going to do only because I have to do it, but I, I'll Jacksonville. Money line? Money line, sure. <laughs> Plus 145. I'm actually with you. I think Jacksonville wins this game. Yeah, you think so? Because I don't think they win the game. I mean, uh, you know what I mean? The char- I mean, Jacksonville's defense has been let down. For and then Miles Garrett is now out for the year. Well, Miles, Miles Garrett doesn't play for either team. No, not Miles Garrett. Sorry, the other UCLA guy. Oh, Miles Jack. Oh, Miles Jack. Too, yeah. Yeah, Miles Jack is out on IR now. Yeah, Miles Garrett, Texas A&M guy. But yeah, I see what you're, I know. Oh no, doing. Miles Garrett is not playing for any team. No, yeah, no, he's, he's yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, no, yeah. I meant Miles Jack. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots. This is the big game on CBS on 4:25. The Patriots three point favorites at home. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take the Patriots. I know that they look bad. I know they they look really bad, but they're at home. Chiefs defense very suspect. I'll take the Patriots. I like Kansas City in this game. Uh, it, it, regular season Andy Reid will win this game, and then playoff Andy Reid yeah, will you're, lose this game. That's what happened last year. Right, exactly. I mean, the coin toss help, but Pittsburgh Steelers at the Arizona Cardinals, also 425. All right, the line's gotten bigger now, but before it came out at Pittsburgh minus one and a half. Now it's Pittsburgh minus two and a half. Okay. Doug I still think the Steelers. Cardinals, I mean, there'll be a lot of plenty of Steelers fans out there oh, in yeah. Arizona. And Cardinals' defense is really bad. You know, they, they've given up a touchdown to the tight end. Every single game this season. Yeah, I hear Matthew Barry talk about it every week. He doesn't, yeah, yeah, exactly. Whoever, whoever's playing Arizona, take their tight end. So start Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald. Oh yeah, I hope I'm not playing. Hope LSU Phil doesn't have uh, No, McDonald. I don't think I don't think so. I think he has uh, somebody else. But, but I'll, uh, take, I'll take Pittsburgh. Lay the two and a half. We got Doug Hodges, right? It's Doug. Doug Hodges, yes. Yeah, I like Doug. Well, quack. All right, let's go. Yeah, Duck wouldn't fare well in the in a Duck versus Bear challenge. Wouldn't fare no, well. no, no. I'll let the Duck do pull on the rope. Uh, Tennessee Titans at the Oakland Raiders. Raiders are down to their final two games 
home games left in, uh, in in Oakland. Yeah. Before they moved to Vegas, but the Titans and Ryan Tannehill, three point road favorites in Oakland. I mean, Oakland's looked really bad the last couple of weeks. I think maybe that they, they start off hot, they've cooled down. Tennessee's good. Tennessee's in a must win. So is Oakland, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'm, Oakland's looked really bad the past couple weeks. Yeah, I'll I'll go Tennessee only because Oakland's looked like crap the last couple of Both of those games that were on the road, if I'm not mistaken, they got pounded by Kansas City and they got pounded by Adam Gates and the Jets a cross country right. trip. Mm-hmm. They're back at home. Yeah, but then but they're used to being off on the road for seven weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Gruden's upset they travel forty five thousand miles already. Anyway, he's gonna be a, a, a medallion member on American Airlines. What is he complaining <laughs> about? I'll take the Raiders in the three points. You All know right. Raiders money line, I think Tannehill comes back to yeah? a little bit. Well it's Eric Henry that's just the Yeah, he's, uh, just he's too good. Yeah, there's just a lot of offensive lines just running people. And after four years, they finally realize, hey, we have a really good running back. Let's run him. Instead of, like, throwing the ball on checkdowns to Leon, Deion Lewis. <laughs> Seattle, Sunday night football. Seattle Seahawks at the L.A. Rams. Are they on Sunday night every week? Yeah, are they, they on night, night every week? Yeah, they were on Monday night uh, uh, earlier this month. They were on Monday night, they were they on Monday night, night this Monday. Vikings, yeah. This Monday, they were on Sunday night the week before. And they actually got they had actually had a Sunday night game flexed out. They had a their game against the Eagles two weeks ago. Yeah. They were supposed to be on Sunday night football. Jesus. And they flexed it they flexed it out to um they flexed it out to Green Bay and San Francisco. Okay, well that was good. What, what game is the Seattle against who? Seattle at the LA Rams. Oh, it's a good game. It's a divisional. It's the a line division is magic. literally zero. It is even pickle. It's in Los Angeles. It's in Los Angeles. I'll take I'll take Seattle. Yeah, Seattle yeah, doesn't matter. It's not it's not a far trip. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll have enough Seattle. So, but yeah, you're right. They would it, had they not got flexed out a couple weeks ago, they'd be on four straight primetime yeah. games. Well, they probably got flexed into this one. No, I think this was original. This okay. Was originally the way. Oh, you knew what happened. Probably CBS probably protected that that good 425 game. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And Fox protected that the the, the one that See, the Saints and so they had no choice. They couldn't move. And by the way, San Francisco's been already got flexed into primetime, and they so San Francisco. Can't, I think I read somewhere that San Francisco can't get flexed on the Sunday night anymore. Because they, they maxed out their uh, their night games because they've been on Thursday night and Sunday night and Monday night. Uh-huh. So I think they're max and like they have a couple Monday nights remaining or a Monday night remaining. Uh-huh. But I think they're maxed out on their night games. So I don't think they can get flexed in again. Yeah, I think so- I read that somewhere, but I could be wrong. But yeah, if Seattle didn't get flexed on a couple weeks ago. They'd have Monday night, Sunday night, Monday night, Sunday night, yeah. all in alternating. Right, position. right. It's exactly. crazy. Though. Everyone loves Seattle. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. finally, the Monday yeah, night. Yeah, game. You know, maybe that's why Chris Peterson resigned because he's he hated watching Pac-12 <laughs> after, <laughs> Seattle after dark. That's right. You watch the Seahawks tonight. Like, what is this crap? Yeah, why can't they play at 9 a.m.? <laughs> I'm going to resign. <laughs> That's funny. He was a leading crusade for that. And now he's gone. They've got 9 a.m. kickoffs for a guy who's retired. Right. Yeah, retiring to Florida State. New, New York Monday Night Football, New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles coming off that embarrassing loss to yeah. the Dolphins. Which, by the way, by Ossos, the entire Philadelphia sports oh, yeah. market. For like they acted like this is a, a giant funeral in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, they won the, they won the, they won the Super Bowl two years ago. They could still win their division by yeah. winning out. They played a terrible division. Like, yeah, they lost to the Dolphins, I, but they're acting like it's the end of the world and everyone should be fired. I heard Hawkman and Crowder today talking about uh, they were doing like the, the the some prop bets about coaches getting fired, and they had Doug Peterson in there. You're gonna fire Doug Peterson two years after he won you the Super Bowl? Get out of here. Yeah, they, they say, oh, it was all Frank. I mean, Wright. it was like it was like minus five fifty. To but fire him, but it just, wasn't all Frank Reich. Frank Reich's good, but it wasn't. It was I, I did. I did some Radio.com rewind. Was I just wanted to see what how everyone was losing it uh, in Philadelphia? Listen to uh-huh. our conversation in Philadelphia, WIP, and they these guys are losing. These guys are like su- suicidal. Well, yeah, because it was especially with Dallas losing. There was uh, a opportunity for them, but I mean, it's not the. I mean, they're so still in control. I mean, I know you don't like that control of your destiny. They, they don't control their own destiny because if they controlled it, it wouldn't be their destiny. And they don't control it because Dallas is now one game ahead of them. But so if Dallas played, wins out. But no, the Eagles went out. They win the division because they have Dallas coming up. Oh, they, they played four out. Divi- okay. They have four division games in a row. So it's but, like, 
But yeah, so anyway, so... Uh, what, uh, no, go ahead. I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> well, anyways, New York Giants at Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are at home. Nine and a half point favorites. Uh, and guess who's back? Eli Manning. Eli's back. Uh, very likely, though. I don't think it's been official, but they said very likely. No, he's coming back. He's, he's coming back. back. Yeah. And maybe because one Eli's last hurrah. You know what? I'll take the Giants' money line here. Plus 350. I'll wow. take the, you know what? Uh, the last hurrah, I like that. He's got one, maybe, maybe a couple more starts, but he doesn't know. You know what? Cause, yeah, you're right. Everyone's so suicidal in Philadelphia. They're all, all going to be panicking. Like Carson Wentz was an incomplete pass in the first quarter. Everyone's going to be booing. You're right. I'll say, you know what? Giants money line. You're yeah, I'm with you on that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Plus 350. How about that? Okay, I'll, I'll do a, a New York Sans Pants parlay. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, that's your boy, your wonder boy, Gaze. My boy, Gaze, and my boy, Daniel Jones, is not playing. <laughs> and, yeah, one last hurrah for Eli. Yeah. Wow, I thought we would make it. I thought we would have a shorter podcast. Yeah, you thought it was going to be under an hour. What, an hour and a half? Yeah, we made it an hour and a half. But you know what? But next week, next week is going to be a much shorter podcast. Because all we have is one college right. football game. Maybe we break down the oh, FCS Army playoffs. Navy? Yeah, Army, Navy. Yeah. And then we get into another. Robbie, Robbie if we do FCS playoffs, I'm walking out of this room. Well, they I, I know nothing about the FCS. I don't even. I can't even name four well, schools what, in FCS. What, what am I supposed to do if they give me lines? Yeah, right. We got to pick it. Right. We, we got to pick it. Now, now to be now, to you, now you're maybe in luck because F, not a lot of places offer FCS lines so early. We do the podcast. okay. All right, well we'll see. <laughs> we may be in luck. But I want to I want to talk about one more thing before we finish. All right. You know we talk about how the uh, how Halloween is the Super Bowl of Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Well, Thanksgiving is the Payaso Pro Bowl. <laughs> the Payaso Pro Bowl of Instagram. Oh, food, food I, selfies. I, yeah, you're right. Like turkey gravy, mashed potato. Like every every single person. Like we know you're eating on Thanksgiving, dude. Like you don't have to post it. Everybody. I got home after the uh, the Saints Falcons game, and I'm, I'm you know watching TV. I'm gonna get in bed. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll go through Instagram and see if there's any NLWs around. And it's just turkey after turkey after turkey and like stuffing stuffing and we all know in like pictures of the tables and like, we know you're eating I mean, food selfies in general are pretty payaso but right but but, but don't thanksgiving everybody that's why i call it the payaso pro bowl you know what that's the payaso of the week i know we know we're, 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 we're <laughs> the second time that's the payaso of the week and we'll see you next week next week we'll, we'll see you we'll talk to you